Imagine the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right! Over 10,000 videos. Three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle. Fast checkout. 24-hour quick drop return. Open late every night. Well, the perfect video store... Welcome to Blockbuster Video! ...is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. You're listening to MTVB Podcast. Movies, TV, video and board games. This show may contain swearing. And welcome to yet another episode of the MTV Podcast, the podcast that talks about movies, TV shows, video games, and board games. I'm your host, Anthony, as well as most people know me as the Ant Man. And this week's episode is slightly movie related. We're going to be talking about one of the greatest movie video rental stores ever, and that's Blockbuster Video. I myself have been working there for many years. I'm joined by a bunch of guys who have worked uh, with me and still friends with me to this day. Guys, please introduce yourself around the table. Hello, I'm Philip Rankin. Hi, I'm Simon. I'm Tim Morgan. Hi guys, thank you for being on the show. Simon, welcome back as well. Hey buddy, how's it going? Yeah, good. Uh, right, so basically, uh, Si, do you want to talk about your podcast for a little bit quickly? Uh, sure, yeah, I'm one of the co-hosts of Board Stupid over on facebook.com forward slash Board Stupid. That's B-O-A-R-D. You can also find us on Twitter and so on. Uh, our main host is anchor.fm forward slash Board Stupid. We talk about D&D, uh, tabletop gaming, all manner of board games and anything else that we find awesome. Nice, and I believe Phil and Tim, you're going to be on your way to the podcast road at some point soon? Uh, yeah. We're starting to build the house, which is the podcast industry nice. thing, so um, <laughs> we are currently in the first stages. Nice, yeah. nice, we look forward to that, man. Yeah, look absolutely. To so, yeah. Another guest opportunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait to be on that. So yeah, guys, uh, basically, Blockbusters. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow we difference. all been there. We all done that. Oh, we we all miss it. Blockbuster video as it was mm. when it we was, started. It was when I started. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even actually remember when it just was Blockbuster. Do you I remember the year? I was just trying to remember when the video dropped off the end. I guess it was early 2000s. They were saving ink on the printout for the magazines, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't think it was there when I joined. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, so when did you start, And It was 2000, did you say? Yeah, so basically this, the episode is going to be about Blockbuster Crawley, which is the one that we all... That's our store. And I started there in November of 2000, and I honestly never thought I was going to get the job. Why is that? Because, um, long story short, I was in college at the time. I was still student. And I finished making one of my music videos at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then what I had to do, my um, uh, interview was like at three o'clock in the afternoon. So I had to finish the shoot, wrap up. I'm in combat trousers and a Miami Dolphin stop with my <laughs> uni bag. Well, not uni bag, sorry, college bag. Running over to there. And I literally got to Blockbusters. And they were like, hi, me for the interview. And they were like, okay, he's busy with another guy. We'll be out in a second. Just take a seat or not. And as the guy came out, he's suited, booted, and he's like, you know, you know, no like way. He's, he's guaranteed got the job. And there's me like, fuck's sake, I'm in this poxy Miami Dolphins top. There's no way I'm going to get this. Yeah. So I went and did it. And did you know Steve? I only yeah. very briefly met Steve. I yeah. don't think these guys Steve, knew Steve, well, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever met him or not, no, but he no. was a kooky, very kooky uh, manager <laughs> at the time. And it's yeah. Blockbuster, of course. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Full on perv as well. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. 
but that's another road. Can't safe. speak to that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, did the interview, went home, and about eight o'clock that night, he rang up and said I got the job, and I was like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> I don't know how I'd done it, but I'd done it. Uh, yeah, I suppose for you, same to me, it'd be uh, one of, if not the first job interviews you go for. So you kind of get that pressure of, oh god, I'm really nervous. And you work there for like a week, and I, why was I worried? These guys are about as un- well not as unprofessional as you can get but yeah totally it's not like it's a high level position what about you guys do you have any <laughs> memories about your interview there or uh, i started to think I, I don't quote me on this but it was about 2002 slash maybe 2003 i was just going to red hill college to study uh, moving image and film and so i thought it was a good idea to get a job which was sort of coinciding with my likes uh, blockbuster came on the horizon because i was currently working down the road at tesco which for anyone who's worked at Tesco's previously knows it sucks ass. <laughs> so um, I thought I'll make the jump up the road to um, Blockbuster. I, I had my interview by Lee O'Neill. Um, yeah, good old Lee. Lee O'Neill. Uh, he's a big Superman fan yeah, and obviously a comic fan. So we got on straight away. Um, obviously other people in store um, that I can name that were there at the time. Simon obviously was there. Alex, uh, Ed, Mark, yeah. um, Karen. Yep. Yep. Um, Grant, Lucy. Yeah, there was. A, a, they're all very welcoming. What, so, what it, what, I'm watching Ant's face at, for a reaction when the name of Lucy is mentioned. Hi, Lucy. If you're listening. Hi, Lucy. If you're Hello. Listening. Hi. <laughs> yeah, Hi. I had my interview with the big G, the Chief Grant. Uh, I started 24th of March 2001. I remember that specifically. Um, started the same day as Mark's sister, Nikki. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, I remember. Yeah. remember Nikki. I'm not sure yeah. the rest of you worked with her particularly. No, that's like first generation. We're like <laughs> second, You're the third. attitude era. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were fairly new into that building, I think, in the late 90s, because there used to be a store over in Tilgate. Is that right, we, we had two, yeah. There was one in yeah, Tilgate, so which I is very, very small. Video very, very small. Yeah, yeah. So I remember there was one in town, which was where the kebab shop is now. Um, and it used to have like a news agents next to it and a video store. And then I knew there was, well, for any adults out listening, there was one around <laughs> the corner. If one knows where it is, I'm not going to name it. Um, <laughs> not blockbusters, though. These are just indies you're on about. Yeah, yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. like, um, and I remember going into that video store. I still have very fond memories of it because it was like, had like um, Big Trouble in Little China, oh, uh, yeah, standees yeah. and alien thing. And that's what kind of crept my interest into kind of like the more distorted form of cinema yeah so yeah it was it was helpful but uh m&w as well um where is it milton mount they had like a video section so i was a big video applicant yeah from a very young age mm-hmm. so working yeah. at block i think we all seemed, were to be oh, honest yeah, really yeah i mean i don't know if you came up to empire video and gossips tim or open no, to, open to, to midnight like this is mark <laughs> <laughs> no i was uh, there was a, a video rental store in bubish called smoky videos oh uh, smokies of course yeah. the classics still there uh, i think although not doing videos anymore, no sure. i think the name is still there but i even remember my code because everyone had a code and yep. mine, mine was, yes mine was four two eight two i think my empire was two four zero <laughs> mine was two two six two two oh we know our Spe- combinations speaking of numbers though four five seven three six three fran that's me yeah Go on. six, six oh, oh triple so seven seven yeah tim you're six one something, but I don't oh. remember the specifics. Oh, that's gonna bug me. Oh. These, these are our mem- six one nine. Three. These are our membership numbers, Maybe, by the way. Yeah. People don't understand the six one nine. Officially, officiados of the Blockbuster <laughs> Company. Yeah. We can tell we yeah. missed the and shit and out of this place. Four eight three one. Four three one five. And these numbers get drilled into your head. I know that because I used to. I used to use your account for discounts so many times. Well, anytime you log into the manager's menu, anytime you're logging into a till system, you had to type ID space your number. 
yeah. and then your password. So we were typing these things dozens mm. of times a day. So mm-hmm. it's, it's still in the muscle memory, yeah. I'm sure. If I tried yeah, to log definitely. into a Blockbuster system... <laughs> what which, was? Can I just ask a question? Yeah, sure. Everyone, everyone came across this and I've never had an answer for it. What was telepizza? <laughs> no idea. It was no a idea. code. It was no. a code within. I, I think our uh, the store. Uh, yeah, the operating it? system. The operating yeah. system was made in what 1985. It, yeah, it was copyrighted 1983, I think, because it was the same year as my birthday. I'm yeah. getting old, guys. So when it crashed, you had to phone someone who was on like an outsource to kind yeah, of like bas- patch into it to all, fix it. Yeah, essentially, all they did was steal it from the well, you know, take it from the US because we were a franchise, essentially, from the original blockbuster in the US. And they just merged it. So they had a whole bunch of stuff going yeah. on over there. And occasionally when they do effectively a firmware update, they'd pull in these random things that we'd never use in the UK. But yeah, you'd end up with weird yeah. shit like telepizza. And like, what exactly is I think it was a marketing deal for like yeah. Pizza Hut and movies. Or it must have been, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We never got yeah, there it must here. have been yeah. at some point, yeah. yeah. You've seen a code on TV, mm. you get a, you get a free pizza or something. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, what, about you, what about you, Tim? Your interview experience? Oh, right. Do you remember it at all? Yeah, well, technically, I've got an, an official and an unofficial time well, when t- I started. On, so we'll the very first time was actually um, in school. when um, You know when you had work experience? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I chose Blockbuster. Oh, no way. So my first, it was in 1997. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, so when I was there, I was there. To, I'd worked there for two weeks. Obviously, okay, non, yeah, yeah. non-payment, obviously. Of course, you yeah. have the experience. And, um, and a strapping young fellow called Mark Gates. Yeah. Uh, he Good was old Mark. He was, a su- he, was, he was the supervisor and he had curtains. He did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He had curtains. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember that, Mark. Yeah. Um, I, that, I Mark. can't remember the, the manager that was there at the time. Uh, is it, uh, uh, it's got, like Parker or <laughs> something like that. I can't <laughs> but there was an old lady, I think, called Wendy. No, no. Uh, there was an old lady there as well. And there was a redhead girl that was just all over Mark <laughs> when I was there. But yeah, that was my first actual experience. But then, I had a, then in 2003 obviously applied to work there. Grant was my interviewer at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird with the manager thing because Grant was manager, was replaced by someone and then he came back to be manager didn't he at one point? He went to Staples, didn't he? Was that where he went? Oh, yeah. He went somewhere, yeah, but also when I started, he interviewed me but he wasn't officially the manager there. It was still Steve Mm. and Grant was managing. Steve never showed up so that's probably why. (laughs) That's the thing, yeah. I think Grant was managing Ah. either Burgess Hill or Hayward's Heath store but came over to do the interviews I think Steve Chilled was one of the you know, Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and then, and then came back officially once. We had Andy there for a while. I don't know if you remember Andy. Yeah, I remember Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the, the switchover from, from VHS That's what I'm saying, yeah, because he had the... He was there that took it. I can't remember why Grant... did. He didn't leave, did he? He just changed I'm the sure store, like was, Phil yeah, said. I think yeah. he was doing, like, store training and stuff, so That's he went it. off and did other bits. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, and then Andy started doing that kind of thing, and... Store training. Well, yeah, essentially. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because... Well, this was during... This, this was the heyday of Blockbuster. We, we, were, we were opening new stores quite rapidly and they needed someone to go and basically get a whole bunch of new people and go, this is how you operate Blockbuster. Yeah. Did anyone go to the, the training in Leatherhead? Yeah. yeah. Was it Leatherhead? Yeah, yeah, it was Leatherhead because I, I remember yeah, I going with... What's her name? We used to do Halo Nights with us. Uh, Gemma? Gemma. Gemma, that's yeah. it, yeah. She used to. She, I had to yeah. go down there. Uh, with yeah. me, and f- you, me and you did that. Yeah, we did that. We got yeah. nothing out of it. No. It yeah, was, no one did. Pointless no. exercise. <laughs> it was so funny it because I out. literally did the classroom thing and I failed on everything. But then when I went up on the store floor, they were like, oh my God, you can tell you've been working in a blockbuster. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, because it's not done in a classroom. <laughs> yeah. It's done out yeah, on the shop floor, isn't it? Yeah, so, don't mind that. So, when you guys started your job, did you start off? Can you remember what you start off, started off as? I mean, I personally remember I was uh, I did the Dropbox, mm. rewound tapes, or restocked uh, oh, wow. shelves. Similar, apart from rewinding. No, we did have a tape 
uh, rewinder, didn't we? Yeah, we had, we had two specific machines mm-hmm. that all they did was rewind VHS. Yeah, you literally yeah. popped it in, flapped it down, and it rewound, didn't it? Yeah, Do you remember yeah. the, um, the TV and video combo we used to have behind the till? Of course. And on yeah. certain days when it was like Thursday or something on night, so I'd put on the Goonies... DVD and just play the music video from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, of course I remember. Uh, the Cindy Lauper one. Good enough. Uh, little yeah. Albano in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we all started, I think, when VHS was still a thing, so actual tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, VHS that's, that's was, why the, I, that's was why a big boy I when I started. I was, I was essentially unemployed at the time. I was working one, one day a week in Argos. And I was, buying, I was going to Virgin Megastore. I mean, this is such yeah. a retro mm. uh, episode. I went to Virgin Megastore and I was buying... They were doing five for 20 or five for 30 pounds oh, nice. on VHS. Yeah. And I was just buying so many videos to keep me entertained for the six days a week mm. that I wasn't yeah, working. Absolutely. This is obviously well before the days of YouTube or Netflix, mm. anything like that. There's no streaming. If you didn't own the thing, then you're watching TV and TV was, mm. and still was, was is oh, pretty rubbish. rubbish. Yeah, it, um, it wasn't on demand back then, was it? Really? Yeah, so, so I was going out and I was buying a whole yeah. bunch of new movies every week to keep up. And I suddenly yeah. thought, you know what? I'm going to go and try and work in a video store where I don't need to buy these things. I've just got access to them. I can just really rent them. Exactly. Uh, I went along and I, oh, you got you hiring? And it was Louise who was oh. working there. I said, yeah, we actually, we are. You remember Louise, Louise, I used to work with her yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, dropping a CV. I was like, oh, damn, I don't have a CV. And, I, <laughs> you know, I live the other side of town. And at the age of, I think I've just turned 17 at this point. And I was like, okay, I'll go all the way home, come all the way back on my bike or... <laughs> walking or whatever it was you know I spent half a day seemingly just to drop off the cv <laughs> didn't hear anything for a few days got the call must have been from grant saying oh do you want to come in yeah it was a hot day like it was today so i oh. remember getting there really overheated my sleeves i tried to dress smart yeah, but dress sleep, smart. even then i was like sleeves First rolled up an extra <laughs> an extra button undone just trying to not melt and then i saw mm. grant in a pair of shorts i'm like i'll be fine <laughs> um yeah never looked back what about you tim do you remember what how the interview went? No, no. How you? What, what did you do when you started off at Blockbuster? Would you just? Yeah. So yeah, drop boxing. I was doing um, till training. You trained me actually. Did I really? Yes, you did. Oh, that explains it. No, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh yeah. wow, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah all, you trained me. We we're all um, CSRs to start yeah, with, customer in, service yeah, representatives. And in fact, I remember my first ever rental I took from there. And I remember you saying, "What's going to be your first rental?" What That's was, the thing you told what me. Was everybody's really? first yeah, rental. Yeah. Just yeah. get this out of the way. What yeah. Was yours? So so mine was um, Battle Royale. Oh, classic. That was my first rental. Great movie. Yeah. Because at that time, everything that was new out, I'd already seen. (laughs) And for a first first rental, because I was in just, I just got into old cinema at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I wanted, I was into my foreign films and I wanted to see Battle Royale. Yeah, nice. It's a good choice. I heard it was good. And that was my first rental. Mine's nothing compared to that. <laughs> mine's mine's Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Nice. <laughs> that was my first ever rental, and that was on VHS as well. My oh. one was uh, Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> For real? Amazing. Because uh, Karen, who was working there at the time, was uh-huh. obviously like, you know, scoping me out and uh, mm. hazing me and wanted to know that I was. Uh, a good representative to be on the Blockbuster brand. And uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to check your account to see what you rented first. So I was <laughs> like, well, now I know he's like stooging me off. I'm just going to rent the most like ridiculous title in store. And at the time, it just felt like, <laughs> felt you, the natural thing the to right do. One. I feel a set of worrying precedent for the rest of your no, life. No, I think, I think straight <laughs> after that, it was like, you know, your Terminators and your Aliens <laughs> and your Jurassic Park and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
I was going to say I don't remember. I remember my first purchase was a uh, roll cage on the PlayStation. We were selling off an X rental copy, so mm. I was well happy to buy that. Yeah. I think my first VHS rental there was Biodome, Biodome. starring Paulie yeah. Shaw and Stephen Goldwyn. I love that movie. Yeah. I love that film. It's, yeah. it's so cheesy. If you've never watched it, guys. <laughs> it's like utter shit now, it's, but it's, back then it was it's awesome. really good. It's defo off that time. It's, yeah. the, <laughs> it's the epitome of um, kind of mid of the to late 90s, 90s yeah, yeah, definitely. stoner comedy, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I think that was my first one. The yeah. the cover was facing the window. Uh, this, at this point, we still had actual windows. Was this when the covers were sun dyed? So yep. so sun bleached, you could barely read the sorry, title. Yeah, yeah black and white, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah they were faded old, to the point. I remember our horror section was pretty oh, much in the sun, for. and was, it was just yeah, yeah. That was that was the cooked section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it was about four years where we didn't have any air conditioning from oh, when I started. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We had these massive units up in the loft and on the roof that were utterly dead they were mm. decrepit and condemned <laughs> but never ever got any air conditioning no. fixed no. so we absolutely roasted the mm. the entire store if you're not familiar with it it's where iceland now is for a modern reference um so you had about 60 feet down one side which is nothing but floor to ceiling glass with no air conditioning inside it was genuinely like literally the sun facing in all the time as well face. wasn't it, it was, yeah. yeah it was yeah, yeah absolutely um so half the store was melted yeah, to, the, to the point where stuff actually caught fire. One of the fridges set on fire because it got so overheated. Really? <laughs> the wiring I knew. I, I remember a few fridges used to blow and we, when we put the Ben and Jerry's out or whatever, it would just be liquid. Yeah. I didn't realise it was because of that half the time. Yeah, that was one of the occasions I remember it just got so stupidly hot in there. I didn't mm. like it when they completely blacked it out. I felt like I'm a person who needs a bit of like open... Um, space it, it so I don't feel so enclosed it's not like I'm claustrophobic or agrophobic <laughs> it's just I need like to see the sun yeah. and know it's a different day otherwise it gets a bit groundhog day inside. Yeah, it's definitely an yeah. adjustment that needs to be made and yeah you're right on yeah. the, the, the darker days when you know you get in at yeah. you need a, you in at nine and yeah. you're leaving at three and it's only, that's the only light period yeah. unless you walk down to the front yeah. of the shop yeah, <laughs> yeah it affects my mentality because yeah. we basically need UV light not <laughs> fake light technically yeah. Yeah, a bit of UV light coming in the store a bit of like less claustrophobic yeah, but it was a decision that was made well beyond yeah. our beyond our yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Explains why I tan so easily. They, they didn't put that <laughs> bit in the training video about like, being cooked alive inside the shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or what do you do when one of the freezers blows up? Yeah, oh, <laughs> do you remember the freezer that made that constant noise every morning? Yeah, there was of nothing course. we could do about oh. it yeah. unless we play, uh, turn the music fan. Up it was store. a fan or something. It was yeah. like a rusted fan. Yep. Just kept making. I that. took it apart as many times. as Yeah. So yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so early days, Dropbox we mentioned. So what was. Called not doing Dropbox. Called not doing it. You called not doing everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, I still did it. And I was, and I was quick at doing We're gonna it. We're going to come into that. So We're don't go into it just yet. Yeah, so Dropbox is literally as it sounds. At the front of the store, I had a big post box and it would be full sometimes to the point where unbelievably you'd come in the morning and it'd be so full that people's videos would be sticking out of the top. Imagine a post box so full that you couldn't get another letter in. Yeah. Guaranteed every boxing day. Yeah. But people you had to leave still it open. try and stuff mm-hmm. it in and you think, well... Before we get here, we're not responsible yeah. for you leaving your video hanging wow. out. So if it disappears overnight, which yeah. it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'd open it from the inside. And it'd yeah. be, it, it was definitely big enough for a person because a number of people mm-hmm. were locked inside <laughs> that thing. But the old, the old design used to have, so you had one outside, but you had a Dropbox inside as it well. Did. Yes. Uh, literally, as soon as you walk in, uh, but going on to that later on, mm. where the, the chain did, we, when we had it yeah, around, did. The, around the till, didn't we? Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Newer, newer design, but we'll go into it anyway later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so did you all become managers in the end? Uh, t- 
technically wasn't. And obviously Simon managed. did. I remember yeah. Phil running the shop a few times. Was a yeah. Shift runner and a key holder. Okay. Yeah. That, that's why I was. So well. it's a kind of unglamorous way yeah. of saying it's saying here's it's, some responsibility yeah. with no extra money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was to say yeah. you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. Not bust away. It was work experience, even though you had the job. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It's something to you know, yeah. chart around town with going exactly. um fucking yeah. shift Look runner. At me, I got the keys to Blockbusters. <laughs> All right, Phil, do you remember your first time being Opened the store for the first time. Uh, I don't. I, I I don't remember specifics, but okay. I just remember how I would do it, and I yeah. would come in, and obviously mm. I, I lived in Maidenborough at the time, and I'd listen to my music, and I'd yeah. put that music in store as well, and yeah. just have a coffee and do all the uh, the. Um, Paperwork. Where the money was, yeah. the, uh, the paperwork till yeah. put put that all in, get that all sorted because that was obviously important. Yeah, that's why I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Cy was going to come in at three, so he's going to kick my ass if I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally, I literally yeah. did have to kick both of these guys' asses for not. He having says that. It. He yeah. says that, but he just loved the authority. <laughs> Did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if the delivery power. wasn't done in time. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, why are these bottles of coke still out in the shop? <laughs> yeah. You guys killed me. You really did. <laughs> Well, we did not pay <laughs> But did you take uh, assistant manager or not assistant manager? I was busy with, like with, with, with Phil. Yeah, but I remember my first time uh, opening the store, bricking it because the manager's door wouldn't open. And Shit. So I think it was either you or Grant had the key. Okay. And I ended up ringing Grant and like he, the back office key. Yeah, and he still had it. Uh, okay. So, oh, so it wasn't actually your fault. No, but then I kept worrying like, oh my god, I've forgotten something. And I thought the key they gave me. So I tried every key and it still wouldn't open the door. Yeah. But there's two keys. Well, the manager's office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used, to, I used to lock, I used to do a guff in the office and then lock that <laughs> slowly while Grant was inside. And then obviously <laughs> wait for him to tweak. And just like, you know, behind the glass of the door. Remember, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and, it's so weird because we never used to have a manager's office. No, there was no, no such we thing. We never used to have one, wow. did we? No, that, that was shop floor when we started, yeah. before the redesign. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we yeah. had the manager's bay down the front. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, there's an, in, an indoor and an outdoor, and the till was almost immediately oh. in front of you. Yeah. And yeah, then off, off to that exit side, there was another... And it was just a, pe- a large chunk of chipboard wall, about Sorry. five foot high, um, behind which there was a few cupboards for storage, and you know, it's where we did caching up and stuff That's if right. we needed to. There's nothing stopping people just leaning over and going, excuse me, I've got nowhere else to go. Can you leave me alone? I mean, you'd be sitting on the floor, so you're out of sight trying to hide behind this. We've got those high-rise plastic screens to keep the riffraff out. That was a much more recent addition. Yeah, that was was only after certain uh, incidences that occurred there. But yeah, it used to be just a case, I can see you're on your break. Mm -hmm. That should be where that sentence ends. Uh, you're going to continue, aren't you? I've got 20 minutes in my eight-hour shift to sit down and eat this sandwich. But carry on. Yeah. <laughs> please, do, please do carry on. Maybe so you literally had 20 minutes, but then you still walk down the road 20 minutes to get a kebab or whatever, <laughs> and then still come back and eat it. It was like, <laughs> you, you'd grab a Family Guy DVD torch or something <laughs> at the same time. I remember that. Yeah. So, obviously, the amount of years you guys have been there, have you got any funny stories to talk about or any certain people you want to talk about? There's a few, I suppose. Where do we go for it? Then there was a time I was in the kitchen slash office where the game station back office was, remember? And uh, I was on break or something. And uh, because there's a door frame, Grant came swinging around the door, holding (laughs) onto the door frame. And he literally punched me as hard as he could in the arm. Were you there for that? Well, he made me turn white as a sheet. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember the specifics. But. And like, I literally went into um, 
was it anaphylactic shock? Why did he punch you? Because no, like you know, it's Grant, isn't it? Like, he, oh, sweet. oh, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, just, just, a, just a bit of banter. You are so wet, Phil. Yeah, no, I, no, but I was standing there, kind of like just having a conversation with someone, and I didn't realize you know, when you get hit out of nowhere, yeah, you don't yeah. realize. And I was literally just like, oh my god, like I was starting to like uh, distance Jesus. myself from reality, Jeez. and I couldn't go onto the shop floor for a good hour because wow. I was just completely, honestly, he punched me. Like it, my body just reacted in a way which I wasn't comfortable with. I just couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah. it just, I just shut down. Yeah. Back in the days when there was no such thing as first four lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, speaking of not being able to go on the shop floor for an hour, I remember coming in one Saturday afternoon to see Anthony running down the length of the store. What? And I was thinking, what? what the hell has happened to him? And I asked Louise, and she's like, either someone else or possibly you, I can't remember, had a nosebleed? Yes, it was me. And oh, wow. you... Yeah. I was on the tail at the time as well, right in front of a customer. I thought you'd been shot or something. I'd never never seen Anthony move so fast before. If anyone, yeah, because if anyone who doesn't know me and is listening to this, I uh, I pretty much pass out the sight of my own blood. And unfortunately, I was born with very weak blood vessels in my nose. If I violently violently sneeze, just a shitload of blood pops out. And I literally (laughs) done this in front of a customer. (laughs) I didn't even finish up the till. I literally grabbed my nose. Walked around the till and ran straight out. I left wow. Louise all on her own, bless her. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I was just walking in at this point, and this was back, say, back in the old store. Yeah, so it was one end to the other, wasn't it? Yeah, so the till was right at the front, and this store, as I say, is about 60 feet long, so it's not a, a small shop. And um, the queue must have been. Yeah, it was four, a weekend because like that was 30, the only time me and Louise worked. Deep. Yeah. Um, so they were, you know, you were running past this parade of people just. Absolutely. You know, the classic man. head turn after head turn. I was yeah. shitting myself because I didn't want to pass out in front yeah, of everyone. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what's happening? So then I essentially just dropped my bag and came in where you left off. Yeah. And like, hi Louise, I guess I'll be on the till. <laughs> and then I was there for an hour or more. Mm. Like, was it that long? I, d- oh. I feel like it was that long. Um, I was like, I, I guess. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll start at some. I'll, I guess don't I'll, exaggerate. I guess I'll log in or something. <laughs> Ten minutes, if that. I don't know. It felt it felt like forever. Mm. But back in the day, that was that was like the worst thing for me. It was working on a Saturday evening. I used to. I know a few people oh. hated it, but I loved it. I, I loved Saturday yeah. and Sunday nights at Blockbuster. Yeah. If I had the right setup, I, I agree. Phil, with Phil's nodding. He said to say no, hated it, but I, mean, I loved I mean, it, man. I mean, that was triple or quadruple amount of work for the same amount of pay. <laughs> True, but the time went quick. Well, yeah, yeah say that, but so I was, was always on like you know my my mind was always worrying about the Tottenham results and stuff, oh. and I could never watch it because I was always work, work, working three till yeah. ten or whatever. Yeah, that the, was, the that thing was a is though, issue, the thing is though, with our town, which is which is obviously Crawley, um, a, a new cinema had just opened at the time as well, whilst uh, we all yeah. started, mm-hmm. and basically Blockbuster was like a fallout. If people couldn't get a ticket to a cinema, they would go to Blockbusters mm-hmm. and just get yeah, in a massive yeah. queue. And yeah. You get yeah. the nine thirty rush when we're about to close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. back when Anne and I started, the store was open from ten in the morning until eleven p.m. at night, mm-hmm. which yeah. just sounds that's insane. And, that, and this is, and this is I, where the blockbuster promise took advantage. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll back me up on this. Every Sunday night at ten mm. to eleven, you get a bunch of uh, same group of guys that come in every weekend and look for a specific movie. They didn't care what movie was. Mm. They just made sure there was no copies of it, and they could guarantee they would get it for free next time. Uh, oh, perfect storm! You got none left, mate. And uh, ten to ten to eleven, yeah. I get free copy next time. Yeah. That's how they did it. Yeah. It was it was a good deal, I think. A lot <laughs> of people misunderstood it because they thought it was literally any film, mm. and it was always you know obviously only the top. And I think yeah. that it applied to. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, gr- a great offer, though. I mean, 
what, what better way of getting people in the store than guaranteeing that they'll get it now or get it free next time? So oh. a, a great offer. That was, that was the first film I stacked up as well. was, was The it? Perfect Storm. Oh. <laughs> I think Shit, fuck of a movie, but Jesus, we had so one, many copies of it. One of the first ones I remember processing, although it might not be correct, it might just be what my memories are uh, keeping, is What Women Want. Oh, yeah, I had so many copies of that. And on VHS as well. And the, yeah. The pro... I, so many people don't appreciate how much actual work went into videotapes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When we got copies of videos in back in the day, we would get rental copies, which were specific. They weren't the retail copy you'd pick up in the store because mm. there used to be a rental window. So we'd pay upwards of £30 per copy of a video um, for the rental license, which yeah. would then mean we could charge whatever it was, 350 a 350, night 50, 375 yeah. um, So we'd need to rent out each copy. Each copy of a video would need to go out nine or ten times before we started making money on it. Yeah. So to make sure we didn't lose that shit, we had to unwrap every copy, obviously, because who cared about plastic recycling back then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'd get 100-plus copies of these things delivered, unwrap them all, and then have to apply the Be Kind Rewind sticker on the left-hand side. Yep. The black strip magnetic security yes. strip on the black on the right hand side, and then the silver blockbuster sticker. I was going to say there was three, wasn't there? So for every single copy, we had to spend a, probably a minute per tape minimum mm-hmm. applying all of these stickers, then finding the rental box because it didn't go out in the picture box it came in. It had a rental sleeve. Yep, and then matching all of those up, and it was all the manual process every single time. Mm-hmm. And we had what, ten new movies a week easily. So if that so it's like. Up to, up to a thousand videos that one or two people maybe the DVDs weren't any better because you had to write the numbers on top of the on the on top of the <laughs> yeah, we went through a lot of variations with the DVD although I feel they were slightly more streamlined less sticker based <laughs> yeah yeah true so they got true. us to re re-sticker yeah. the stickers we've just re-stickered <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't fun. And we were like, we've just done this. No, no, but we're doing a three for 10 deal. And then yeah. last week it was three for 11. And the week before it was three for 12. It was just like, come on, uh, just stick yeah. to a yeah. price. Yeah. Just throw in some Hagen dazs this week. Do two <laughs> popcorn the next week. Just it, That's what they did though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, it came to a point where we were almost at um, competition with each other on it's the great. tills yeah. to sell as many bundle deals as possible. Yeah. And it was an easy uh, cash-in sale, especially with the popcorn or Hagen dazs or even yeah. any of the sweet It should two quid or something, wouldn't it? But you'd always to... say to someone, they would get the two movies and they, you would say yeah but if you get a third you get it cheaper and you get this and you get that and they're like nah and you're like look just get this film you would obviously just suggest whatever the kind of most rented film Pirates of the Caribbean whatever yeah. and say just get this film you don't have to watch it it just gives you a cheaper deal so you can write it on your little thing afterwards mm-hmm. and yeah. feel good about yourself yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> kind of badgering you'd need to do to convince someone that it would cost them less money yeah, yeah. to do the thing mm-hmm. like, do you want a bottle of coke it costs you minus two pounds no thanks <laughs> like, okay it's twelve pounds as it is okay or you can get a bottle of Coke, mm-hmm, and it'll cost you £10. No, I don't want it. You're saving. Just give it to me. <laughs> Buy it. Give it to me as a tip yeah. for well, my We did. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what we ended up doing. We ended up, and I don't know about the uh, ethic nature of this or not, I don't see any problem with it because they still saved money. Mm. We just kept it. So if they didn't want the second bottle of Coke or whatever it was, we scan it through the till, do the deal. Yeah, it's a yeah. salad. And we'd end up with yeah. a little yeah. stash of our own drinks. I yeah. think, but going back to the... The thing you were saying about the, the tape stickering and mm. whatnot, was you, you might obviously, you was there, weren't you? Um, they stopped doing that at one point, and then we had to put tags on the boxes. They're like a long yellow tag. Yellow strip the yellow tag. tag. That's it. Tag. And you yeah. had to push yeah, yeah. it down and then pull oh, it out. That. You had that. a special key in the area yeah. to kind That's of it. click it on. I think they were called Peg It. Is that what they're called? I think so, yeah. And then there was the red ones with the DVDs. That's yeah, right. The red, yeah. red tag yeah. was a lot more common. But yeah, yeah. those yellow ones are a Because DVD used yeah. to have, when it first came out, dummy boxes. 
Do you remember that? That's yeah. how you yep. used to take it there. You get to the draw and you swap it over, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And then, like Phil said, they brought in the the reg tag. But they still got nicked. People would still come in, and you could still see the where the plastic's been completely. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and you would go, but why? Why is it worth it for like you know whatever the film was at the time? Like mm. I understand they're bored, but like wasn't it just two magnets either end, and you can pull the tag yeah, out or something? Yeah, you had a strong magnet, or you just obviously rip the plastic yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. Tim, you got any funny stories? Funny stories. Uh, well, uh, kind of a bad experience, but it's on my own doing. So, Go uh, on so then. It was, <laughs> uh, so on a few occasions, I would come into the store hungover. Um, what? <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> not. Not that often. But uh, there was a time when um, it was really bad. Uh, and I'd opened the store early and I had about an hour's sleep. Um, it smelled like Robert Downey Jr. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was pretty much cooked, and then there was only one staff member in the morning, so I pretty much had to run the whole shift. And the only time when more people came in was at twelve o'clock, and there was two more staff members. Yep. And that's when I get my break. So at the, uh, across the road, there was a kebab shop. So I thought, right, I need greasy food for this hangover for my break. That's going to cure me up. So I'll get a double cheeseburger with chips and chili sauce. Uh, and in the back room, we would have a TV monitor with a DVD player. And I, on some occasions, would bring my own DVDs in. There was one we used to watch all the time, which I left in, which was Tom Green, uh, Subway Monkey Hour. Classic. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that thing, that yeah. thing lived in that. That pretty much office, lived in that room. So whenever you were, whenever anyone was on lunch breaks, you would pop that DVD in and have a good laugh and just pop. Uh, so I thought that would be good with my hangover with this cheeseburger. But being that I was so half asleep, half tired, no energy whatsoever, I'm kind of going in blind with the TV and DVD player. So I'm opening the DVD player, and I'm about to put in what I thought was the DVD. And I'm in the, because I'm so hungover, I don't realize what I'm doing. I'm putting my cheeseburger in the DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why is it not? Oh. This is what I had to deal with on a yeah. daily basis, ladies and gentlemen. I'd then be the poor bugger coming in at 3pm to it do was, the closing shift yeah. and go, not, yeah. what on earth yeah. has happened not all to put, day? Not to put myself over, I was okay when I was hungover most days. That one was the worst because, I, like I said, hour sleep and lots of, lots of alcohol the night before and no food for a while. <laughs> So I was kind of hallucinated, and yeah, I ended up putting a cheeseburger in a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> My God, the DVD player still worked, so not a total loss. It wasn't, yeah, not, no, it wasn't not that big bad. Big loss. loss. Um, yeah, they, they were good lads over at the club shop. We almost had a kind of yeah, two-way deals. deal with them, didn't we? Yeah. At some point. So. Well, I remember years ago we we made a deal with the guy that worked the chippy, or or mm. we made a deal with one of those guys that we can. Right. No, the, it was the chicken guy. Chicken yeah, shop guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we gave him a free move, we obviously get free chicken next time, whatever it was. That was but it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd so get ten free, free rentals a week. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't no skin off our backs. But no, it yeah. never Save used to money. be ten, though, did it? It used to be seven, yeah. didn't it? At one it point, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. One, yeah, one, yeah. one a day. It was, well, yeah, I think that was it, wasn't it? It was one yeah. a day. But then people would come in and they'd ask you about new movies. And mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't. I think compared to you three, I didn't watch anywhere near as many films. But yeah, but they'd always expect you to see every single thing, and I'd say them like. There's there's 14 new DVDs out yeah. this week. Well, well, I haven't seen Pride and Prejudice <laughs> too. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> oh, then, then you get to watch them free. Like, well, yeah, but you'll notice that when you came in yesterday to rent a movie, I was here, and then when you came in on Saturday to rent a movie, I was here. Mm. And you know, it's, it's, a, it's a full time <laughs> job. No. no, and we close at eleven. Mm. It takes us till midnight to close the store, and we've only got a twenty minute break. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, yeah. I then go home. I get home by one in the morning. I try and go to bed and then maybe wake up at midday, 1 p.m. 
to then go back to work for three. When are you expecting me to watch 14 <laughs> movies? Yeah. It's a, we don't yeah. stand here watching them. And it's a massive misconception, I think, that people thought we stood around or sat mm. around. Because that's what I think in the, the local videos, or like My Empire or Capsule or whatever, or mm-hmm. Down at Smokies, they'd have a video on in the background and they'd yeah. kind of lean on the counter and they'd wait See, for we, someone we, to We weren't in. ever allowed to do that, were we? We no. always had to have BBTV. It was corporate. We had to have the in-store advertisement going that's on 24-7. And that Constantly was the hearing the same fucking loop. thing every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did have the luxury of renting movies early. This is where we get to talk to customers about it when it's released. So we used to get them like I think three night, three days early. When they well, as soon as they were delivered, really, delivered yeah. it came yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously we were allowed free rentals. Ten free rentals a week we were allowed. Um, so whenever new releases came out each week, you had about two or three big ones that came out, and then you had like about four or five small titles, like independent titles. Um, but yeah, you'd have that luxury to um, watch them before movies came out, and then it was kind of a homework assignment plus free rentals. And it's like you know, you yeah, do true. That. So when we that's what me and Phil used to do quite a lot. We would um, always rent whichever film was out a week early. We'll come a couple like one of the one on one would be the big uh, premier blockbuster type film, you yeah. know, whether it's uh, Day the Earth Stood Still or something yeah. along those lines. And then you know the other side of it would be a you know, silly stoner film, yeah, or world cinema film, or, or, or a game or, rental, yeah, or, or independent comedy, yeah, a few yeah. flippant DVDs you can mm-hmm. obviously pile on a few choices yeah. and then yeah we'd watch those and yeah that was our like i said we was working at home as well as there yeah. i enjoyed it because i was like yeah i love movies so. yeah but don't forget we were all moviegoers as well so obviously, we, yeah. we obviously we're saw obsessed. the cinema yeah. stuff before so we kind of yeah. had some film knowledge of exactly. yeah, what I, it was I, but other like you said simon wasn't every you know um i haven't seen the business or something <laughs> 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 yeah there was definitely a lot of stuff that i'd Never saw, never had any intention of seeing mm. either. So I'd, I'd have to rely on. But that's why it made us stronger as a team. Yeah, well, exactly. that's very true. I think that's, yeah. I think that's one of the things that uh, genuinely is missing currently. You know, people can recommend stuff on Netflix, but it's not mm. the same as going into a word of mouth. Is much more valuable. Yeah, I always find going into a place and having that conversation and going. Well, did you, and, uh, you know, mm. Netflix has got an algorithm, YouTube's got an algorithm that says you watch this, so maybe watch this because other people, but, but that's like, only on their yeah. certain selection of what yeah, they have. There's yeah. nothing like having that conversation again. Right. Oh, did you wait? You saw that thing? Oh, if you've seen that thing, then try yeah. this thing. And it's yeah. it's quite possibly juxtaposed wildly to what it, the other thing was, but you because you've seen both, you've got that familiarity, and you go. And then you turn people onto their like their new favorite film, and that was one of the best things mm. ever. Yeah. When you're working the next yeah, day or a couple yeah. of days later, and, yeah. Well, you know, it's like it's I mentioned Steve to you. Steve comes back in and goes, "Mate, that <laughs> film you recommend is bloody awesome. I'm going to yeah. watch the entire mm. director's back catalogue, whatever." Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what I. Was I, I what was the film? I can't remember any specific. Avatar. <laughs> No, 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 this is, this is the yeah. world cinema or the, yeah, you know, the, the, oh, okay. the, the yeah. thing where you get four copies of, where we yeah. get, you know, 180 <laughs> copies of yeah. Avatar, yeah, we exactly. get four copies of the new yeah. uh, Wes Anderson flick or something, like, how have we only got four copies of this? But there was uh, what I found, found to be like, uh, what do you call it, rites of passage, where you've almost like, you're going to be tested by mm. people in store and your customers, yeah. and you're going to have to have a little bit of a plethora mm-hmm. of understanding of world cinema yeah. and, you know, the big blockbuster stuff and, yeah. you know, all the kind of st- in yeah. between, even romantic comedies to sci-fi to horror, you've got to have a little bit of understanding because people will test you. And if they go, what's your favourite film? For me, Back to Future Part 2, no question about it. But Great fucking movie. Uh, I would never say that all the time because obviously mm. after a while you'd be like, oh no, this is my new mm. favourite film or this is my new favourite film. You never really existed no. in a Yeah, that's, of the, that's the subtlety and the skill of being 
Yeah, yeah the, a, a tr- just true blockbuster person is not just going. Oh, yeah, th- either just going. This you know, this is number one this week. Rent yeah. this. Mm. That's going to happen. Yeah, stay anyway. current. Stay on yeah. trend. You, you don't. You don't need to recommend James Bond. No. Yeah, James exactly. Bond is going to sell itself. Yeah. You yeah. need to recommend the mm. the independent well, movie or the straight DVD, straight DVD movie and goes. Oh mate, that film you suggested, oh, it's proper shit. And I'll be like, yeah, but it's you know everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has different well, perception. Also, yeah. a very you good tactic, sorry, Tim. A very good tactic when you don't want to talk to their customer again <laughs> to recommend something you know they'll hate because then they won't ask you for recommendations anymore. Yeah. I did that on a good few occasions. Going, this person will absolutely hate this movie, yeah. and it's not like <laughs> one them to waste their money. You know, it might have been an add-on, like where it's a three for five pound. They're already spending four pound fifty, right? I'll, I'll offer them the offer. If they don't know what to get, I'll offer them this thing. Just say, get I'm, the hain. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sick of talking to them because yeah. they are genuinely wasting my time. Yeah. Because I got delivery that Tim didn't process. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, um, so but yeah. no, yeah, it's like every, it was like the movies became personality traits for not just staff, customers as well. And um, I mean, so, for example, who remembers Prison Movie Guy? Of course. So, who doesn't remember Prison Movie Guy? Yeah. Now, what movies would he like to see? Uh, anything? anything. Shawshank. Yeah, no. Oh, no well, he, bit, wants, he wants he wants real prison movies. Yeah, yeah. He, want, he wanted like uh, the well, the Escapist is what I remember recommending him, and he said, "Mate, that wasn't a prison movie." Yeah, like, I, was, I mean, I, I can't even I can't even think of things that were. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. like, dude, that's my opinion, but yours is you, you can have yeah, yours, yeah, sure. It literally is a movie. Yeah, yeah. Set in prison, the it whole is. Yeah. film. Yeah, but yeah. you get silly requests yeah, yeah. like, "Oh mate, yeah. what's that film with Danny Dyer where yeah. he's like hunting ghosts?" Oh my so god! Just, like, yeah, yeah. Sort your life. Yeah. yeah, there was a customer. I was very confused. She had a very strong accent, and um, she was trying to pronounce a movie which I could not figure out for the life of me. And she said it so quickly and fast, and she was quite not there. But she would say, "Excuse me, you got the movie uh, the casserole?" Uh, <laughs> not, casserole. And I was like, "I was like, sorry, like you got the movie, the movie, shakala, movie, movie, casserole." I was like, I was like Castle, and I was like trying to think what does that sound like, and I was like, oh, Casanova, because that literally came out a month before. Well, he Fledger, Fledger film. So I was like, oh, okay, so I'm walking over to the aisle, the drama section, right in the middle, and she, I go, here we go, Casanova, and she goes, no, 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 uh, Casserole, um, Bond, James Bond, uh, and, I, uh, and I was like, I was Casino Royale. Royale, I was like, all oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 because that was a new release as well. So that made more sense than Casanova. It's funny you say that, because one of my funny funny times at Blockbuster was I was working on a ship with Candice, and Lucy was running the ship, and this woman, Candice was serving, and um, this woman came up to her, she said, have you got porn? Porn? She's like, what? Porn? Have Mm. we got porn? Oh, dear. Have you got porn? Um, yeah, but it's not a very good porn. And <laughs> I was like, no, hang about, hang about, hang about. She's getting at something here. So, so, one more time. Have you got the porn? <laughs> okay. And then, like Tim, I yeah. clicked that Born Supremacy had just come yeah, out. Yeah, so it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Born. You want to watch Born? Jason yeah. Born. Yes, yes, Born, Born, Born. <laughs> how, how her bees sounded like bees. Her bees sounded like bees. Mm, yeah, yeah, very confusing. We, we did have a... F- Select few uh, softcore titles at one point. But they got phased oh, out, yeah. I think, after they, a while. Yeah, there was a decision made that we we took them out. But they they was, was, it was a good call to get. I think. I mean, Ant will, Ant will definitely remember whether he <laughs> admits to it or otherwise. Misty Monday. Hell, <laughs> was that the uh, name? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh, who remembers the pranks? So there was a week when all of us had uh, 
five film recommendations on the shelves from each staff member. Yeah. yeah. That, that wasn't until the very end that was, that of Blockbuster, was, yeah. wasn't it? I was yeah. pretty gutted about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but there was a prank we used to do. There was a, a, another staff member called Joe Corbett. Now, he Hi, would... Joe. He, Hi, hello, Joe. Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, so he would um, have his movies up, and obviously his was like, you know, Jaws or something. No, he hated, he hated Jaws, didn't he? Did yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, his, fuck uh, that, dude. I remember, I remember you, <laughs> you guys debating. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he had his recommended films and there were pranks where we'd always take his films out and put all the, <laughs> the dirty porn <laughs> in his recommendations so when customers oh. went by and his name was on there and we had like gay porn or something on there. It was just like... It's like, it's like uh, did you ever... When we first started, when you, when you were trained, like when a customer brought you the, the, the movies to you, did you have to say the films in front of them? Oh yeah, like, was, you, like was, you've got oh you've got Mask of Zorro, you've got such and such. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, again, for those who aren't familiar, we used to have the picture box but on display, mm. so that was always there. And then behind it, you'd have the video or the DVD in its own rental box, so it said Blockbuster all over it. It was really clear that it was ours. So yeah. They'd have to bring up the one from behind, but obviously, people being asses that they are, they'd quite often just randomly put stuff back behind other covers. Mm. So you might end up with I don't know Terminator Two behind Bridget Jones. <laughs> And because you don't know... Oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh. That was a nightmare when Bridget Jones came out. Yeah, I, I remember Bridget Jones being an absolute nightmare as well. We had 160-odd copies on video. No you DVD. Could, you could only get three deep uh, of the VHS. And because of the shape of the spine, they'd all slightly angle one way. So they'd forever be cascading off the edge of the shelf, middle of the busiest time of the week as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, people often bring up some random thing. So, yeah, you'd have to read out the yeah. title of everything they brought up in case they'd randomly picked up some other thing. Mm. People still wouldn't listen to you, though, would they? No. So they could have you know, two um, romantic comedies, so naturally <laughs> you'd think they'd have a third romantic comedy, but no, they brought up some... Give the movie. Some B-movie horror film. Like, and you're like, <laughs> okay, so you've got... Itchy the Killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goat Sea, or what was it called? <laughs> Well, some of the titles that we always, like you said, you would always promote these films. Uh, oh, Cashback. Short Bus. Cashback. Short Bus. Cash back. <laughs> short bus. Oh, the rubbish films that no one um, liked. Yeah, but yeah you'd, you'd have to read out the title. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Do, did you ever have an incident? I had this incident where I was like, oh, okay, you've got Mask of Zorro, you've got Credible Hulk, whatever, and you've got the erotic witch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was your reading. Did you ever have that? Yeah. Reading, uh, reading Jimmy Greaves' football skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a subtlety to that where you go, um, so this one and this one, and then and then you just go, and, and this one's correct, sir. <laughs> was that how, is that how you done it? Uh, that's how I often. Oh shit! I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't even think, think of that. You get the popcorn and hand it over to yeah. them and just go and go, mate. Um, but also more amusingly, and I'm sure Phil will have versions of this. And you'd misread the title on purpose to see if they paid attention. Oh, yeah. uh, I never did so, that. You do that. Um, I think we'd play around with what was, came in and yeah. we would come up with yeah, so names for the them. The ones that always stick out for me are Clock Stoppers. Obviously, you drop the L, yep. Clock Stoppers. You say it quickly enough, people won't hear. Yep. And the other one, the 50 Cent movie, Get Rich or, or Die, die Trying, yeah. was always just Get Rich or Die Brian. <laughs> get Rich or Die Brian. <laughs> and you could say it as, as often as you like yeah. and no one would ever hear anything That's other genius. than the thing I never thought to do uh, that. Pirates of the Caribbean... Um, Men in pens. Pirates, no, pirates, me- pirates in men's pants. Pants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes back to the old uh, musical, the yeah. Pirates of Pens. Yeah. Um, there was a Harry Potter one that we always used to mess around with. Harry Potter and the Order of the. Oh yeah, the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> yeah. And again, you could say this on a Saturday yeah. night if you did it subtly yeah. And, yeah. and quickly yeah. enough. You could. They were, they, they were none the wiser because they, they were in the yeah. queue too long to even care, yeah. weren't they? At the end of the day, yeah, I'm sure I remember transposing the word cabbage into yeah. something. And I, do you, Tim, do you yeah. remember? Do you remember the Asian dad 
Oh, <laughs> wanted to when he signed up and he wouldn't do it because of the details. Oh right, he, this guy was mad. Um, so he he basically he did want to sign up for Blockbusters and because um, um, his wife had told him to come over to get it sorted so they can rent a movie for their kids. Um, but obviously, when you sign up, you do need to put in your name and address. So we need some details need in order. Security details. Security details, you know, for like returns and rentals and stuff. So he didn't feel comfortable wanting to give out details, and he just didn't seem to understand that if you don't give us the details, you can't rent a movie. And uh, he was irate, and at this point, he said, "I can't talk to you, me." That is, and he gets on his phone to his wife, and he's having this massive argument over his wife because his wife doesn't understand he doesn't understand even though it's basic of what I've just said mm. like no address no rental yeah and he's like honey they're not, they're not gonna do this look he wanted my fucking details <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and, I, and there's customers around and this guy's swearing over something so little and minor I'll never forget we, that. We used to, we used to uh, laugh about that so much afterwards. Yeah. It was so irate, yeah. though. There was no reason for him to do it, but he no. was so irate for Popped. it. Yeah, and home. that wasn't a lonely experience either. And people had so many things to argue about. Yeah. Like, this, this film didn't work. Mm. I want a refund. Like, okay, yeah. obviously I need to test it first. Yeah. Some of them you can see the disc is scratched to bollocks. Yeah, shouldn't have gone out like that. They've been using but it a brand to clean new bricks. Bricks. Um, <laughs> the first copy printed out. <laughs> but some of them, you know, we, we always had multiple DVD players around. like, Okay, well, do you remember where it stops? Oh, it's 20 minutes in. So you'd get to 20 minutes. Mm. It would play perfectly. I'm like, well, as you can see, sir, this th- this disc is working fine. If you put a lens clean, oh, it's not my fucking machine. <laughs> I've got a 400-pound yeah. DVD player. Okay, I appreciate that, but they can still get dusty. Mm. And unless you've been cleaning it regularly... You might have something on the lens. <laughs> you can't, I can't believe I come in here every week and you're a kid... All I'm saying is you're watching the DVD play without issue. Mm. So it might be your equipment. I'm not accusing you or making any kind of aspersions on your existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Injury to them. It's like, yes, I know you owe 275. I'm so sorry. I don't even want to bring this up with you. It's a confrontation I'd rather not have. Yeah. yeah. But until you pay this fee, I cannot rent to you. No. And they'd be like, yeah, but the last film I, I watched, I didn't like it. I go, that's neither here nor <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm just going by. Yeah. And obviously when we had accounts, mm. you could have obviously put a little bit of buffer. So when you logged into the account, it would say, I'm not going to say it, this guy is a exploited deleted so yeah, you'd yeah. know what you're dealing with before obviously and you would know oh this guy always argues about like yeah. 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 so you'd always be, be, be wary of this it? guy yeah, there yeah. are a few of those quite crucial things so um, obviously as Tim was just saying everyone who wanted to rent from us had to set up an account so yeah. that required filling in your <laughs> amazingly giving your name and address so we know who you are and where you might have taken our stuff if yeah. you don't return yeah. it. Yeah, we, um, also a credit or debit card and people always wondered about that. But Always though. As I said earlier, straight away. We're, we're paying upwards of £30 per copy of a thing. So if you come in as a new customer and rent two movies, you've got £60 of our product. Mm. If you pay us £7 for it and don't bring it back, we've lost yeah. £53 yeah. by you not bringing it back. So we need to, we need to have that kind of resource and, and uh, reference there. People would go mental on it. So the ones that were a bit sketchy, as Phil was saying, you know, we'd put these warnings on. So as we scan their card, if they brought it with them, um, we'd, we'd get literally a flashing warning saying, beware, this person took three weeks to return their last DVD and refused to pay the late fee. Cool they may, they may yeah. rent. <laughs> they may rent one DVD in full. You know, they cannot pay next time. They cannot pay when they bring it. And you think, well, how are we in this state that people are trying to sketch out on a... 350 DVD rental yeah. on a weekly basis. It wasn't like a one-off occasion. They'd be doing it every time they came in. I'm like, mm. 
Do I have to service? Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. understand when we, you know, we had to do the uh, the answer phone call list. Uh-huh. We obviously, ring the customers, and it was very tedious because obviously during like summer it'd be obviously your biggest period, yeah. and you would have to obviously it would be like how many pages? Like it would just constantly keep printing out, and you would have to call, then do the FOS as well to check the shop floor to make sure that all the discs are on the shop floor and you haven't missed scanned, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A found on shelf report. So yeah, a list of everything that's two or more days late, and you'd literally have to physically go around the entire shop making sure. And again, when we've got 150 plus copies of a movie, mm. someone's got. Copy 137 outstanding. Yeah, it's right? Okay, I'll yeah. look through the 112 that are on the shelf to look for copy number 137. So you're looking at a little barcode, you know, point ten type font. Okay. It's, it's, copy, yeah. it's copy 137 FOS on the was, shelf. Oh, FOS was a bitch when it came to the kids section. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it's, yeah. It's impossible. I was, yeah, I was going to mention the kids section in a little bit. Yeah, we're going to come back to it anyway. Yeah, um, yeah that's was, that was so, quite the task for sure. So, yeah, um, so... You've obviously mentioned some funny times there. Um, was there anything you wanted to do in the store that you never actually got to do? Like, I remember me and Simon always wanted to do a hardcore wrestling match closing <laughs> one night, or hockey on top of the on the roof at one point, like very clerk style. That we wanted to do would that. Not have held us. Yeah, exactly. It poured water for years. So but just no as a laugh, was there something you wanted something to do there? Orientated because that was almost like the haunted part of the store, wasn't it? That mm. back yep. area where the back toilets <laughs> were, yeah. and like uh, you could go up on the roof. Always, always. always Wanted to smoke up, you know, up there and uh, maybe <laughs> do a, he means a pipe. <laughs> yeah, maybe do a, a, a projected movie yep. night or something like that, or hockey on the roof, or yeah. an yeah. in-store wrestling match, or yeah, like all the, all the kind of things. Play football in store. We did that. Oh yeah, we, we did kind that, of yeah. got halfway towards the wrestling on a couple of occasions when the store was being refitted. Yeah, but we <laughs> yeah, we never really really did Not the match. Full on like, with the ref. No. We always wanted someone there, to but... film it and like throw each other oh, into the yeah. popcorn Ladder bins or match. something. And then do you remember the the tall? Tower things Bins, we used to have for the yeah. popcorns. They were utter bastards, those yeah. things. I hated yeah. them. Like we, always, we always wanted to like throw someone into, one of us into that. I and was do a so thing. glad when we got rid of those. They were, when they were brand new, they were kind of cool, but in actual functionality, they were shockingly they were t- poorly they were, designed. Yeah. <laughs> was, Tim, anything? So arduous. Um, pretty, no, pretty much did everything that we wanted to do towards the end, really. Um, there was obviously, the, you know, this is, this is further ahead, but when the store was closing, obviously... Yeah, we did a lot of things that we weren't supposed to do. Like, yeah. you know, but we'll, come, we'll, come, we'll come back to we'll that. Back but, yeah. to that anyway. but that was pretty much it for me. Yeah, certainly, certainly the longer I was there, the less mm. worried I was about stuff. The more yeah. comfortable, the more at home I felt. And the, people laugh when I say mm. I kind of felt at home there, but <laughs> it's fairly true. And for a lot yeah. of people, I think you know, you've got these people that you make a really strong connection with because we're all good mates. I mean, it's mm. seven plus years that the store's closed. I still see you guys yeah. on the regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was we've got. WhatsApp groups and so on. We, you know, it's, it's a, say, we it's always had fun built. regardless. Even though it yeah. was work, uh, we had fun with yeah. it. And it was the mini, it was the mini games we would play. It's like, like called, non- it. called it one of the best games and still growing. So, <laughs> so you have this familiarity. Um, so when that was lost, it, it was a good shame. But as I say, for the most part, I felt uh, I was kind of at home. So when people started being a dick, I'm like, "You're in my house. You don't get to behave like get this. the fuck out." Well. <laughs> It was, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know why people thought that they knew better than the guy who'd worked yeah. there for a decade. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm not a violent person, but I ended up having, well, I refused to shout at people as much as I could because it, you know, apart from looking on freshman, <laughs> it doesn't gain me anything. But people were ranting and raving like, you're, but we would always have a laugh of it after the situation oh, yeah. dealt with. Yeah. Yeah, but but you're, you're in my home. You don't get to come in here and do that. So, you know, I'd climb on, I'd regularly climb on the counters mm-hmm. At one point, if <laughs> beating you know, a chest, yeah, well, not, <laughs> not, not quite, but 
you know, there's occasions where the alarm would go off. And rather than going around the counter, I would just vault over the damn thing. And, yeah. like, well, and people look at me like, what are you doing? Like, well, the alarm's going off. And what, this is the shortest line. Was, was you there, the old store, was you there when we had the power cut on a Saturday night? And yep. everything had to get rebooted. And I had to stand yep. up and go, right, it's rebooted. You're gonna, you can carry on waiting or you can get, <laughs> get the fuck out, basically, yep. wasn't it? It was just like, like, like we say, it was, yeah. There's but, things you but, could do because it was in the sense of like this kind of, like, you know, Empire Records has yes, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Where you're a community of people who will not yeah. let an outsider shake you. And when you do get as attacked as an individual, yeah. the whole team locks yeah. in on it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> throughout the years there, but I remember a good couple of occasions where me, Grant, Mark, and Lee all essentially stood shoulder to shoulder like a team and just like strong armed people out the shop like, you don't get to behave like this. Nah. And we didn't even... It, it wasn't like... Oh, you know, we weren't looking at each other nervously going, oh, can... can you know, we didn't have security like in, in no. one of these shops. We just went, well, I'll let him if you'll let him. And it was, you know, it was, it was an unspoken agreement. Like, Do you remember Fuzzy? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Do you remember Fuzzy? Yeah. Hello, I Simon. Me- I remember one time oh, where... Simon, yeah. yeah. So he, when he started um, being closing the store and whatnot, there was, I remember there was one time where he caught a bloke... Uh, nicking stuff and he stood in front of him at the exit and he's obviously this geezer's got a long coat hiding all the tapes in there underneath mm-hmm. and he stood there like we said put your arms up to the side and he was going to stop this bloke until the bloke said I've got a knife in my pocket <laughs> and he just let him through yeah. anyway regardless yeah, I mean, well, yeah that, that, that's the best option um, yeah. from a self-defense point of view if, if someone threatens a knife you've got a choice of Punching them unconscious immediately. Yeah, video, VHS ain't worth it. No, no, absolutely. Um, that being said, I did chase a number of people yeah, out of the, the store, up to the street. <laughs> I mostly caught the damn bastards and got the stuff back. I remember one guy had about 25 DVDs. Mm-hmm. I caught over them around the corner because he wasn't... I think that was one of the occasions I vaulted over the... I threw my keys out of my pocket so I could run easier. Vaulted over the counter, out the door. I remember that. Up the street. And this guy obviously wasn't expecting me to chase, yeah, I remember that. To chase him. And I got around the corner, and I think I'm pretty sure I threatened to break his legs. And he went, "You can't say that." I was like, "You just stole from us." What the? <laughs> I, can say, I what, say what I want. I say what I want. Put him down, and he did. He he put him down, and he carried on running because he was like, you know, a good two hundred meters away from the store at this point. He was on his. Own. I mean, yes, I was on my own. So as I say, self defense point of view, I'd never recommend it. Me being the guy that I am, no, he's not getting over that. He's stolen from me. He's stolen from the store, but he's stolen from me <laughs> at this point. So I'm like, I'm going. Yeah. I'm getting up. And yeah, I, and I, I felt great coming back in the store. And what was the term we called them? Well, I fashioned a terminology oh. for customers. Oh, I have no idea which no. one you're referring uh, to. There's, oh. There are many. I called yeah. them customers. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to write a book one day about like retail. We did put <laughs> a swear warning in, didn't we? I did, yeah. yeah it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty much that. You knew who to deal with and you knew who not to deal with. And mm-hmm. we, we had a thing called Called It in store. Where yeah, we'd obviously that was so funny. Uh, play a, it was like a mental kind of Trump kind of card game where people would come in store and you would call it upon someone that, that that was them. And then they had to find someone who was better. And then we had a whole thing out back, which was like a wall of clippings from like obviously the magazine of of uh, pe- people that look like us but they're obviously like more simpleton <laughs> versions yeah. so mine was like a mullet guy with member with the moustache and all that oh kind yeah of stuff. Kind of like it, it was yeah it was a bit like working in a mental asylum at yeah, time, at, oh, yeah, yeah 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 especially with john working there 
um, shout out to John. He was yeah. quality entertainment while he worked there. Yeah, John totally. Stigley. John Stigley was a great um, Yeah, he, he would do a manner of things throughout the day, which all kept us like giggling. Mm. All so. kept us, yeah. got us through the day, went out. Um, yeah. yeah, there was lots of it. Do you remember Cheese Touch? Yeah, I know you hated this side, but there's a movie <laughs> so I, called. Uh, well, that was, I, or at least I know where that came from, yeah. which is the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a yeah, Wimpy yeah. Kid, and they have a piece of cheese on the playground that if anyone touched, they instantly <laughs> had some form of cooties. <laughs> so basically, we had a whiteboard out back in the uh, kitchen, and I drew on it a piece of cheese, and if anyone touched that cheese, was you couldn't go near them for the whole shift, and then mm. if they touched you. Then yeah. you had cheese touch, but you couldn't pass it back to the person <laughs> who just gave it to you. You had to find a, a new host for yeah. it. So, like, while Sai's shouting at us to do our work, but like, yeah, but I don't want to be on till because he's got the cheese touch. <laughs> yeah, so, so this is yeah. a middle school game of tag yeah. being oh, operated yeah. by 20 odd year olds yeah. in a video store. You, you can tell we did actually did do some work yes. in this show. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was almost like mental asylum. It's like one blockbuster over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, 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 I'll go with that. Yeah. It was our own little game, our little own universe that we used to play of ourselves, but we all, we were all in it, and it was, um, yeah, it was almost magical. Yeah. Yeah. It was just fun. Totally, man. What so I think fun. we achieved, though, and I don't know if you're going to touch on this at all later, Ant, we were quite unique as a store. The Crawley, yeah. the Crawley store, 60037 yeah. was our store code. It's forever going to be in my head. Um, but once in a while, I don't know if you guys ever went to other stores either to just go in at random or to work. They were bizarre. Yeah, I mean... They were corporate. Yeah. Compared to Crawley. In Crawley, you could walk in and we'd have an atmosphere. We'd, when we could get away with it, have music that we liked playing. Yeah. 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 We'd not necessarily actively, but almost passively or subconsciously tend to hire similar kinds of yes. people. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just who can, you know, who's got... The right GCSEs. Right, yeah. yeah, we yeah. kind of wanted there was there was always a thought to who will mm. fit the team. Yeah, um, which is why we ended up with cool people like Candice and Phil and Tim and you know, whoever else that was there. Mm. Um, obviously, Mark was there before we all started. Mm, yeah. Curtains, Mark. Yeah, and, you <laughs> know, girls like Marie was really cool. Do you remember uh, mm. Wally, Matt Wallace? Yeah. <laughs> now, let Matt me ask. Wallace, you, Matt Wallace nearly needs an episode on his own. Now, let me ask you a question, right? So, I can't remember if Phil was in this or not. We, years and years ago, we did a, a blockbuster night out at the very old AMC bowling alley in that, Crawley. That used to be a regular occasion. Yep. Yeah, I love. And he that. wore a pink shirt yeah. one night. Yeah, what was, was he called? What he did we call him that he night? Was the Pink Avenger or the Gay Avenger? <laughs> yes, it was the Gay Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this was 10 years before the Avengers came out as well, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, it had nothing to do with Marvel whatsoever. No, he was just a gay Avenger, and yeah. it, it was great. He was, one, he was a great... Um, alternatively, uh, he manager. was mm. almost always typed in as Stella, yeah. because he was never out the lane. He was in the bar buying another pint of Stella. Mm. So, oh, it's Wally's go, where is he? Is it the bar? But dude, of course he, he's in the he bar. used to sleep over in that store. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if, he, if he closed on a Saturday night... He would sleep over and open up on a Sunday as well. Because he wasn't local. He was, was no. he Brighton or somewhere yeah, down yeah. that way. That's right. And if you um, missed the train, he would sleep over. He'd get the sleep because that was when we closed at 11 o'clock at night as well, wasn't it? Yeah, he'd, he'd uh, have a, a pillow of popcorn and he'd come in the next day and like, you all right, Matt? Yeah. Mm. You sure? Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> 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 he just went kind of lolling in the half-broken office chair, yeah. like, spinning in circles. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know yeah. very well. Do you want to go home? <laughs> yeah. So the way we hired um, staff, obviously they had to fit our demographics. So it's kind of like the movie Moneyball. You know, like we have to get the right chemistry team. It's like about the most expensive players, the most experienced players, about the personality as well. 
I'm afraid I've never seen the film. It is a good film. It's in that kind of... Yeah, it's it's definitely, we went... There's a certain outlook on life that generally... Yeah, It wasn't always the case. There were times where we just needed people and you'd end up... And they were always the ones that... And you'd probably easily notice they were the ones that weren't around all that often. Yeah, but the ones who stayed were because they were of a type, and yeah, yeah. that's where we had this. Yeah, because yeah, I, I came back three times. I think Phil came back twice, didn't mm. you? So uh, twice I was can't it? Remember. I went. To, I went to Laser Hub and failed, and then went to, <laughs> came back and then went to JD Sports that's and right. then came back and I was like, please go on. Yeah. The, the real world is so horrible. Yeah. Can I just come back to <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster. Just come back to Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you had that family to come back to. But as I say, I went to cover, I occasionally went to the Hayward's Heath or Horsham stores and you'd mm. go in and there'd be one other person working there and they'd have, and this is the point where, the one I'm thinking of anyway, um, BBTV had become this soulless background void of um, copyright free music. So it used to be that they would play actual trailers and mm. they'd have voiceovers and they'd have music and that was when bbtv was actually cool yeah but then it got yeah. to a point where it became entirely copyright free and it would just be this weird and they'd have it up really loud and like yep why can i hear this like <laughs> you gotta have bbtv on like mate you don't are you a psychopath? Yeah, exactly. Turn it down or turn it off. And We're I just did. plugged in our mini discs or yeah. whatever we had. Oh, oh, mini discs. This is why we were such a standalone, unique yeah. store. Mm. I'm sure there was a few around the country, but a lot of them, they would just they would do exactly what head office told them. So they'd yeah. do you know they not that we didn't wear uniform, but you know they they'd almost be in the classic US style khakis yeah. that we mm. weren't mandated over here. So yeah. you know we'd have me and Miz walking around in our skater trousers. You couldn't <laughs> see our feet, and yeah. you'd have your skin tight, your spray on jeans, as I called them. <laughs> it didn't matter as long as you had the blue yeah, yeah. Yeah, shirt. Well, yeah, exactly. you either had the blue shirt or later on, yeah. thankfully they rejigged yeah. it and we could have t-shirts. Mm. That's right. We were, unless they say, "Ask me how much on the back," printed <laughs> on giant orange yeah. letters. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, a fantastic oversight yeah. in design. Yeah, we were never by the book. We always bend the rules a little. Not so much that it affected the work, but, you know, yeah. we all still got along. So, Did you ever have your name on the name tag? No, I, I always had something like Obi-Wan or something like mine. Yeah, mine kept changing. Yeah, <laughs> I never ever had my full, my proper name on there. No. I always had mine on there. Most of the time it had a skull and crossbones after it. That's right, yeah. yeah I remember. Not that I chose that. That, was just, yeah. that. that got given to me by Grant, the manager. So I'm yeah. like, oh, fine, I'll take that. Yeah. About you, Phil? Did you ever have your name on the on the name tag? I just personalised it with a few, like, a few stickers. Oh, yeah. I got, oh, Saying that, working at Blockbuster for however many years, I don't know how much. You get a little letter, don't you? Get a letter from head office and you get this little plastic gold <laughs> pin oh, yeah. to say thank you for your service for working for Blockbuster for yeah. like a decade strong or whatever. And yeah. you're like, I was more hoping for the pay rise. Please. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. They never gave a goddamn point. What is that right. about? Yeah. Like we, how like a badge? Uh, it was a failing company for the but most it never of your came. tenure. <laughs> it never came. Like I worked there for like year after year after year, and you're constantly being told about yeah, maybe next year, maybe if yeah. we hit this quarterly um, target, we're going to get a pay rise. Yeah. It never happened. No, only with I think um, inflation and uh, yeah, generally be your base increase. Yeah, but like it was so it, apart from uh, the free rentals was pretty much the only thing that kept me there sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. did. We we missed the golden era of. Yeah, the the full expansion. Anthony and I will have got some of it, mm. um, but yeah, the later years, obviously, blockbuster no longer a thing um, because it was, <laughs> it was it was weird because it was when I, when I losing started. money because they weren't keeping up with the the modern idea of what people wanted. That's yeah. not to say people weren't renting DVDs anymore, but the balance was definitely shifting away. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that I'd have any better idea of it myself at the mm. time, but there was definitely things that they wasted money on that they didn't mm. need to that. Uh, yeah, sure. stuff like yeah, that. like three hundred, three hundred copies of Bridget Jones, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, versus giving out a few rentals because you um, didn't have enough copies ver- against. Um, I remember so when it came out, we literally, out. we walked into the store, it was still the old designer store, we had a massive standee of Bridget Jones, and it was a massive sign that I can't believe if you or Grant yeah, done it or whatever, and it said, we don't have it in DVD, we literally only have the VHS, I can't remember what the screw-up was or something. Yeah, we had VHS only for two weeks, and then the DVDs were yeah, coming. but still a- people wonder, have you got the DVD, have you- yeah. no. Yeah, it was this red tape going across exactly. the thing like it's in Jurassic Park and they've caught it off. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, there was yeah. one way into the store and you couldn't help but walk yeah. past essentially a life-size Rene Zellweger holding a sign at eye level saying, <laughs> Bridget Jones is only available on VHS until yeah. said date. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Oi, mate, if you've got that film, you know that one with that guy in it with the thing. And you'd be like, thing. oh, yeah, that film, yeah, it's <laughs> over there by the door. If you oh, go not, through not, the door to the outside. You've got a football factory, mate. Oh, uh, the business. Oh, you've got the business, mate. It's, yeah, it's a banging film. You haven't even seen it yet. Exactly. <laughs> it's got Danny Doyle. Tell me what's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm this side of the till, motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, obviously, the next question is, in 2005, Blockbuster Store went under a major change, the inner store. It did. It was completely different. Yeah. Uh, with a horrible colour scheme and whatnot, and I just wanted to know what your guys' intake was on that. Did you like the new design? Did you prefer the old? Um, um, I didn't have a problem with it. It was um, definitely due a refurb. There's no denying that. Mm. What they did wasn't a great idea. Mm. Um, Blockbuster for a lot of the time were following rather than leading in at that yeah. juncture. Um, we rem- did get a slush puppy machine though. We did, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, we didn't get a slip and slide. Cool. <laughs> or a log flume. We didn't get a slip and slide. No, there were talks of a coffee machine at one point, which oh. I think would have done really well, but would also have been a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, the things like the and sorry, this is going to sound really dull and technical potentially, but the positioning of the till where it was. Grant and I fought so hard to not have that till in the middle of the shop. Yeah, I yeah, because it was dumb. It took us thirty feet away from the door. So if people were wanting to rob, they could have done. They were thirty feet away before we even started. Mm. Never mind the fact there's a computer system in front of us to climb over um overall i quite liked it when it was when it was fresh the carpets were clean yeah the transition period was a nightmare because in their wisdom they refused to close or or for all but three days i think what they did was build a damn stud wall down the middle of the store which is about 30 foot across they opened half the store up didn't they yeah so plastic sheeting everything that was in the middle of the store got shunted onto fewer and fewer shelves bookended instead of flat faced and then yeah the other half was renovated Mm. with this stud wall and it wasn't a proper stud wall they didn't put plasterboard on they just put plastic sheeting on thick black industrial sheeting Mm. sectioned off that half of the shop made that half the shop unsurprisingly, even damn hotter in the middle of the summer because this was May, I think, when yeah. they were refitting it. It looked like a movie set for a period of time because it was like you walk in and you'd be like, am I supposed to be working today? Like, where is this? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah people would walk in and go, are you, are you open? I mean, quite literally, the clerk's line, are you open? Like, yeah. yeah, excuse the shelves on the floor and the fridge you know, next to... And the people well, in hazmat know. suits. And- <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah. in here. I mean, they, they were lovely guys, but the... The people they were doing the shop fitting was a bunch of guys who came down from Yorkshire. And they were the other side of the plastic. They didn't give a shit about customers or any, of, yeah. you know, any kind of representation. Doing the job perfectly well. But, you know, yeah, yeah, what the bloody hell you fucking do? You can't hammer that. And like, uh, sorry, guys. Can you can, can you can you maybe not swear down the length of the shop at each other and turn the job on? Whilst we've got customers in the store. While I'm trying to serve... 
you know, Anne and her three kids <laughs> with their Haribo. But you, Tim, did you prefer the new the new version? Uh, honestly, I it's a, it's a blur for me. I can imagine I you don't have many memories of the older store. Uh, I mean, only from you. when I did work experience in '97. Yeah. That's it. But so I kind of came in when it's already refurbed. Yeah. So, so I mean, so the functional space behind the till was great. The positioning of it was terrible. Mm. Yeah. Um, what it the one of the reasons they helped with the refurb is it was when we got in uh, Game Station. So again, when Blockbuster was a bit more successful and we wanted to branch out and and get a bit more specialised in certain areas. We bought Game Station, which was a hell of a change compared to... Which was a blockbuster chain at the time, wasn't it? Well, it it became so. As, at, at the, yeah, time, we were, at the yeah. time we were doing the refurb was when Game Station was, was acquired by Blockbuster, which mm. is why they introduced it. But obviously we always did game rentals of a, to a degree. But I can we, remember, because did we do the rentals when Game Station came in? Yes. Yeah. We still yeah, did we, the rental side of it. We were always doing the games, yeah, because in the old store you'd have that glass partition as you came in. You had the membership right. desk on the other yep. side. God, I remember the first time having to go and do a membership. It was a terrifying experience. Because it, it was. I honestly so didn't mind doing memberships. To well, once I got used to it, it got me off till. Yeah. I'd string it out and do a membership for yeah. as long as. As long as, as they wanted their details. Actually, there was a time when um, I obviously had some uh, uh, pikeys that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they obviously didn't have an address. Of course, yeah. But he needed an address to sign up. So um, what he did was he just put down on the address caravan and on the postcode he put in his license plate number. <laughs> okay. So I was like, and then yeah. smeared it with poo to sign it. No. <laughs> no. So I said, yeah, we can't accept that. Yeah, I'll, uh... <laughs> and we never, we never. And what I'll... happened? Did he walk out? Or... It was like, why not? It's, it's, it's official. <laughs> and I was like, I'll, I'll choose my words carefully here because we're being recorded. Um, we had a number of issues with the traveller community for a number of years as well. And they'd come back and we'd recognise, well, certainly I would recognise them. Because they fake notes, wasn't yeah, it, really? I knew that they'd stolen from us previously. Mm. Some of them were fine up to a point. Um, but when it came to joining up, we just simply couldn't accept it. And they, they thought it was, you know, against them specifically or personally and mm. really it was just a fundamental idea of but when you're it's an, that security thing we when you're a nomad yeah it's, it's like you say you can't charge to yeah. them so what i always did i always recommended we had a whole bunch of pre-owned stuff the ex-rental stuff so i always said look you're gonna pay 20 quid today to rent these five movies you can pay 25 quid to buy these movies yeah. and then they're yours you can do whatever the fuck you want with them and you won't have to worry about us taking details that you don't want to give or don't have Mostly that worked and it was fine. They still try and put Ben and Jerry's down their top all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. There's no was... point chasing them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. Grant would be just like, leave it, leave it. Like, it yeah. was an, an uncomfortable situation at times. I think we handled it about as well as we could. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, caravan and the license plate, definitely not a uh, qualification for a no. membership, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to track down. It would be pretty hard to track down, yeah. Not really within our remit for the, uh, the ANPR on the master uh, ceilings. I, don't I mean, personally, I always still prefer the old one. That's just me being nostalgic. Is that um, right? But um, I always loved it. I just I just remember renting there as a, a customer myself mm. and working there. So it's obviously the new build. Yeah, same as me, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the old store had a little bit more magic to it because obviously... The start you were there yep. within your age demographic you probably had people there to kind of teach you things that you probably didn't know about film yeah. and media same for me when I joined I had other people older than me so they taught me a lot and then I probably became that person to a, a newbie 
So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And it was just easy with stuff as well. I mean, like you said, it was laid out well, but you had the places where the standees would go, and I just felt, to me, it was easier as a shop to, to run, um, especially with the queuing system as well. Like, I, I felt the queuing system in the new place was, wasn't as good because, it, like you said, where the till was yeah. central. Well, they ended up putting so much stuff in. They had so many things. They weren't room for the people, essentially. In the, no, yeah, in exactly. The um, that being said, though, I think the queue generally works. You really? I, th- I, th- <laughs> I think there was less of a queue more often Mind in the you, newer mm. build versus the old one. I think it yeah. just flowed a bit better. Because when I say earlier on in the episode, when you came in on a Saturday and the queue was literally front to back, that was soul-destroying. So yeah, if you weren't yeah. in the mood for it, you're like, you know you've got to stand there. In so the, if you had a hangover, in, basically. In, uh, <laughs> more so if you're going, it's offensive. But just yeah. having to stand in the sun, you're on the third or the fourth till over in the manager's bay. There's no And room. you couldn't even see the screen because it was a CRT monitor. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's no brightness control on it. It was an orange and black layout yeah. screen. I, I can't... So you're having to prop a folder up against the edge of the monitor so you could try and read the membership details. And... Did you ever take any standees home? Yes. I've got a few now. I've still. got a bunch. Yeah. You've still got some. Yeah, I've got Megatron oh, yeah. from the Transformers movie. I've got Borat in his uh, Mankini. <laughs> nice. I've yeah. got a few of the wrestling ones when the game station did uh, wrestling advertisements. Oh, nice. so I obviously put my name on those. I've got a load of Borderlands stuff. I've got Navi from Avatar. I've got Darth, uh, Darth Vader. Nice. Oh, nice. probably my most yeah, impressive standee. Yeah. Not full size, but close to you, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I technically had two, but I gave the other one away to a, a good friend called Matt Chapman. Also, oh. who also he, he wished to work there, didn't he? He did, yeah. Uh, so that one, that standee was Derby Blood, which I did have. Um, I, I remember taking home um, a Kiss of the Dragon one. Mm. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I wasn't driving at the time, so I had to carry this thing home mm-hmm. and I had to walk through Crawley Town home uh, to, to, to get home. But I didn't realize that at the time, Leo and Neil had put on the side of the the box it was in Anthony's gay posters inside so everyone who's walking around town is looking at me re- reading this thing on the side saying oh this is legit he's carrying you know highly sexual posters in this box and of course casting uh, no aspersions on any uh, alternative alternative just mm. nothing against the gay community but at the time it was definitely that kind of late 90s lads banter of different time other. different it, it was it was yeah. the joke being made in. Yeah. The other standee I have, which I still have now, which is actually still in my bedroom, uh, is the WWE 13 with CM Punk. Nice. <laughs> I still think that's the best one to this day. Easily, yeah. So. Not because not of Punk, but I just felt the roster <laughs> and the, you know, the, uh, the, the button control. Yeah. 13 had always been my favourite. Yeah, definitely. I don't remember game. much beyond 2006. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we, the story changed, and then I think Phil brought it up earlier on that we started getting different stuff to sell, like the, the slush puppies. Then we started doing alcohol. Then we started doing lottery at one point. Yeah. We oh. had the alcohol in the old store. That was the old store, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but we that, still sold it regardless. That was yeah. a separate nightmare unto itself. I remember that. I was going to say, yeah. did you guys start to feel like this was, to what you were saying earlier, did you, it was getting more corporate? Or to me, it was getting to feel like I was going to work working in a co-op. Especially when we got the lottery stuff in. Yeah. I just felt they just didn't care yeah. about us as staff members. No. But we weren't there to be pleased or made no. moral high yeah. anymore. Yeah. It was like, come in, do yeah. your shift, push this movie that you don't have any passion for. Yeah. And and sell your, your bits. No talking. Mm. Get on the till for having hours. Fulfill your uh, quotas. Like yeah. It just became corporate. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was an attempt to diversify in a changing landscape, I mm-hmm. think was the issue, as, as online yeah. um, became a thing. Um, yeah, they were more target driven yeah. by the end of like when it was co- not like maybe a couple of years before before it closed. Yeah. It was all about how much we were going to do in the way yeah. of selling bundles. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. as a store, we always close at like from 10 o'clock. But I think we stopped selling the alcohol until nine o'clock, 
I believe. Yeah, there was, there, was a a cut off, point. there was a cough at some yeah. point. But there were a lot. There was a lot of customers who would come in and not even rent movies. They would literally just come in just to buy alcohol. Yeah, yeah. that's right. At the and last we minute, we weren't very competitively priced. So I, always, yeah. I was always astonished by it. There was that guy who tried to steal the five liter keg as I well. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I mean, this thing wasn't small. It's no. like trying to pull someone's head off and take it out <laughs> under your jacket. It's not going to happen. But I assume the company realised it wasn't very blockbuster-esque and they stopped no. the alcohol bit, didn't yeah. they? I wish I was glad when they did that. We were one of, I think, 70, might not even have been that many, trial stores. Mm. Um, Grant and I had to go up to wherever the damn hell it was to get the licensee stuff sorted. There's a lot of work involved and it had constant upkeep. And I think, yeah, overall the balance of profit and benefit versus the amount of hassle mm. um, just wasn't worth it, certainly across all of the stores. I think, again... We were so unique in so many ways. I think for us, alcohol probably worked quite well. I think for us, the lottery worked reasonably well. Oh, really? Uh, more so with I'm the scratch cards than the actual lottery. Than the actual lottery, yeah. Um, but in the stores overall as a trial, didn't work out so well. So we, we, we started doing mobile top-ups and stuff at one point. We sold mobiles themselves. Oh, was it mobiles as well? Yeah, we Remember did, the really? in-cage was up for sale once. Yeah, we did, we did electronic top-ups, which carried on for quite a while. And it was okay, remember. but not massively popular. Kind of. I remember the, the um, scratch cards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Getting those. Um, but yeah, we did actual mobiles. We did um, sat-navs at one point. Did we? I did. Utterly pointless. Um, <laughs> we had tablets. I don't know if you remember when the tablets launched. Yeah. I didn't know we sold them, though. Mm. So Bob um, was kind of CX for a while. It was this attempt to diversify and kind of find another thing that might be, oh, if they're here for this, they might be interested. Phil, in did it. we do music at one point? I think we sold what CD, you would yeah. consider is like the most charter, charty type titles yeah. and, and obviously compilations. So That's like right. The hits of 2000s, the 90s, that okay. kind of stuff. So with discount, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. But I we had something to stick in the CD player occasionally as well. If, yes. Yeah. If Everyone bought their own CD. That was the most important part of the day <laughs> sometimes. It's mm-hmm. having coffee and having a good playlist. Like yeah. without those two, like it was literally like... Yeah, because towards the end we had the music license, didn't we? No, I don't think we did. That no, Game well, no, because we came along with Game Station. Yeah. Game that was Station, Game Station. Sorry, yeah, Game Station had the PPL, which allowed us to play music, which mm. was amazing. Again, yes. it's something that set us apart from a lot yeah. of other stores that either didn't have Game Station, so didn't have the license, mm. so had to stick with Blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no corporate music or anything. Yeah. I mean, that was us mainstream media. We all had our own CDs. We all bought in. Yeah. So, and then so we sold the speakers, didn't we? And we yeah. were using the Bluetooth speakers towards the end, speakers, end of the yeah. days. Yeah. Um, we use it on our phones. <laughs> yeah, so you'd, phones. you'd walk into a lot of places and they'd either have this soulless background music which had no copyright on it so it could be played wherever. Yeah. Or maybe they still had the traders at that point. You'd walk into our store and you'd have Coheed and Cambria or you'd have yeah. Pantera or you'd have yeah. uh, Bad Rabbits or Kill Switch, yeah. you know, all these. And, pe- and people are genuinely come up to us and go, what's playing at the yeah. moment? I would like, make... Oh, it's this, it's like, that's amazing. Do you sell yeah. this? Like, I would make oh, no, specific sorry, but... mini discs with like, you know, obviously songs have swearing in it. So obviously yeah. you can't play the whole album because you can't, you would either have yeah. to dip the song when it comes into swearing. So I'd obviously on mini disc back then you could get about five albums worth of songs. Yeah. So I would make a whole mini disc worth of what you would consider is shop safe music and then when we closed, we had obviously what you know the Whatever kind of more extreme yeah. late night music, the metal, the hip hop, and uh, mm, you know what, yeah. what was your favourite thing to play on Christmas? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, well, I was just going to mention first of all that it wasn't a, uh, a clean cut operation for Phil's mini discs because I remember 
at least one occasion where the clip from Pulp Fiction, any of you fucking pricks yeah. move, went That's out. On, um, full, fun Loving Criminals. At the beginning of Fun Loving Criminals track. But it went out a full blast on a Saturday night with about 80 customers in the store. And I was down the front here and I fucking ran as fast as I could to essentially yank the cable out the back of the machine. Jesus. Right. It's going to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you want to close a store on Christmas Eve and make sure people get the fuck out of there quick enough, because it was one of the few days in the year we were open three sixty four. So mm. that's o- right, yeah. yeah. Only, Literally Christmas Day we were closed. Only Christmas Day we were closed. That was it. We closed early on bank holidays, and obviously uh, Christmas Eve being one of those. So we closed about seven, I think. Sometimes six if we were lucky. We all had homes to go to. We had stuff to do. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't care. They'd still be coming in wanting to rent movies. Like zombies at the window. Chlorine yeah, like, glass. They've <laughs> got a Black Friday like, sale. Genuinely, genuinely no, no thought behind it. Uh, so one year I discovered that if you play uh, Soulside Journey by Dark Throne as loud as you can stand it without like, your oh. ears melting. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's, it's super super fast scratchy black metal yeah um and just played that as loud as abhorrently loud as i could manage without actually causing people's ears to start bleeding and also um, turning out half the lights in the store always a good trick yes and people start going and, are you and closing down the shutters on the ice cream and drinks oh yeah yeah closing the clo- uh, lock turn the lights off in the fridges cl- putting the shutters down on them and, and you look at them calmly and your eyes turn red and you just go good Oh, <laughs> Amityville style. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's one guy actually came up like, it's really inappropriate, you shouldn't be playing this. And it was like quarter past seven at this point, we'd already been closed for, yeah, yeah, for 15 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you'd left, you wouldn't be hearing it. You used to do that with the Limbus so, album sometimes. Like, why oh, is this yeah. place? Because we're closed, we're waiting for you. Mm. Yeah. yeah like, fuck out. Like, why is it so dark? Like, well, you know, when I came up to you at quarter to 10 and said, we're closing soon, uh, if you need anything, let us know. But. Yeah, you got a little while, and then we'll be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just looking, just looking. I'm just looking to see there's any five two, and at two minutes of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the tills are being turned off now. You need to come. Yeah, yeah. I've just been five past. Like, okay, it's too late. You need to to, shut it off. Did you guys ever get the phone call when you're like, oh, what time you closing? Now. Actually, like, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Can you can you hold her? No. No, 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 bye. (laughs) And we were joking the other day, weren't we? And I think I'm sure it was with you, like. If they ring you on the bank holiday, I say, like, "Are you open?" Right. Well, I'm not here on my day off. Say, yeah. <laughs> answering the phone to tell you we're closed. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes, we're open. I remember when um, Tim was working on a Boxing Day morning or something. You were oh. uh, sorry, and he took a photo of the phone uh, where you obviously answered for where you did the membership and stuff. And there was like something like 360 odd missed calls it's or something. Call do you count. remember that? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Remember that? that? I do oh. remember that. I was probably hungover. <laughs> well, yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. I remember first thing straight away is like, you know, I'll, I'll show out how many people have tried to call in on a on a, a Christmas Day. Clearly, was yeah. the, you know, a shitload of people. Well, people, mm. people would definitely have come in if we were open. Yeah, it's crazy. There was always special rules though. We'd give people two or three extra days. So if you rent it on, let's say, Christmas on a Saturday, mm. um, you'd rent it any time from the Wednesday up to the Friday. That's right. You'd have until the following Wednesday to bring it back, and people would still be like, oh, I didn't know when it was due back. And they come in on like the 2nd of <laughs> January. And like, you're that's, that's all it was, though. People just ringing to make sure they, they need to bring their videos back on Christmas Day. I think they just wanted to come and rent another film. But Probably, yeah. Because they um, yeah, they'd, they'd bring it back like four, five, six days late, sometimes a week later. Like, were you open? Like, oh, yeah. uh, how, how did you miss the point that when you rented this, I said, this is you back next Wednesday. Yeah. 
you know, we'd tell them the day, we'd tell them the date, we'd give them three extra days on top of their normal rental period, and still they'd be like, oh, are you going to charge me? It was Christmas. Of course, me being the atheist I am, the only person I know who doesn't celebrate Christmas said, yeah, pay off. <laughs> <laughs> give me your money. So obviously, apart from the lottery tickets, the alcohol, whatnot, um, and I think this took place whilst the store was still old. Do you remember when trade started? Like when you could actually trade stuff. See, oh, yeah. when, when, when it started at Blockbusters, obviously being working there, I was oblivious to other places doing it. Mm. So to me, I thought Blockbusters was the first place to do like it. Like a trendsetter. Yeah. yeah. So I when it, it come in, I, yeah. yeah, I mean... You get stuff that you couldn't get, ex-directory almost. Absolutely. It's like, I, I was so confused as to what you could do. It's like, wait, I can actually get rid of my VHS and yeah. swap them for DVDs yeah. that I can't afford. Mm-hmm. All the wrestling DVDs and up- upgrade yeah. your um, collection. Yep. And anyone that traded in. We wouldn't put them back out. We would internally. Oh yeah, getting first dibs on stuff was a good thing. Yeah, called WrestleMania. Yeah. I called that, it. That called was my it. next question. Did you guys ever come across something at Blockbusters that yep. someone traded in? You like called it? Yep. So mine was Eerie Indiana season one. Oh, heavy, oh, oh, so nice. good. And I was like, and it didn't even have a pr- thingy, so you put it through mm. as a budget, and it was yep. only fifty p. Like, yep, yep yoink, have yep. that. And on the similar note, similar era, Boy Meets World, first two <laughs> series. <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> yeah, sorry, there's not a listing for this. We can trade them in at fifty p. Mm. Oh, I don't want them anymore. Take it. <laughs> Results, yeah. Tim. If I could buy this, yeah. it'd be twenty quid. <laughs> yeah, I had, um, uh, it's quite later. Uh, four Steelbook Blu-ray. Um, nice, but obviously yeah. on the system we never had Steelbook, so we're just we trading at a normal price. That was a Blockbusters. Yeah, nice. So, and I already had it on Blu-ray, so um, cause the person traded in. She got four pounds for it. Um, so I just needed the case, so I put it on the back with my name in it, saying "Cold It." I came, <laughs> I came in uh, with my cover of the normal edition. And just, yeah, swapped just, up, swapped, swap. just swapped over. Yeah, and I sounds it, legit. And I got it for free. So I had a free steel book. And it's nice. HMV exclusive. It's worth like 70 quid now. Very nice. Good. Yeah. So that's, right. probably, that's probably my most, not the best film, but the best purchase, uh, free purchase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Anthony? <laughs> I had here Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> but, but did you have, you? Were you just wrestling? Uh, anything wrestling, really. Or, or kind of cosmic horror, sci-fi, or inspired mm. films that you couldn't really get hold of. You could go to like, what is it, HMV or Virgin in town but you already know that they had a kind of like you know like a store has a certain access to a certain database so, yeah so you couldn't get whereas maybe cex now can, mm. you can trade pretty much anything yeah yeah pretty much yeah. getting to a point yeah. isn't it yeah so other than vhs and beat you can get region <laughs> zero region one region two mm. dvds which if you could if, yeah. yeah but yeah. if you could get a converter yeah, you could. So I think it was uh, the self destruction oh, yes. of the Ultimate Warrior that you couldn't watch in the UK. That's at the time. right. Oh, nice. And yeah. you could only get it on Region One or something. So That's you'd right. have to get a changer within your PC. And someone yeah. brought that in. Someone would trade those in occasionally yeah. where you could so, watch a film or mm. the director's cut of it, but it would be a yeah. Region Zero. Yeah. yeah, there would so. be a there was a PS2 disc. Um, where you would change your PS2 to be yeah, region free. The exploder. Yeah. The exploder. That's oh, yeah, the one. one. Yeah, yeah, I still got that. <laughs> oh, actually, there was, there was one more. Um, um, I, I don't know if you were there for that or if Tim was there. But basically, a guy had... So Matrix had just come out on DVD, like the whole collection, because uh, not long after Evolution had come out. And I bought like this... We we, we, we what Blockbusters were selling this tiny box with just a collection in it, Animatrix and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Whatnot. And then there was a collector's edition, which was like a, a plastic book, mini bookshelf the, the, thing. The clear, mm. the clear box with the Do you bus. remember that? And that's it, and they had yeah, a mini yeah. bus. So someone traded that in, and again, no barcode for it. Mm. But there was a straight swap for my box there for that. And that was like, nice. oh, that was one of my... Yeah. yeah, all-time favourites, that yeah, one. We did get a lot of uh, kind of shortcuts around stuff. Um, it's, it's well past the point that I care of admitting stuff like, <laughs> my console broke. 
Yeah. I was gutted. It was the Halo 3 limited edition Xbox for that. Mm. What, Red Ring? Yeah, it must have been at the time. Uh, oh, I work at a store that has... And I didn't swap it for a brand new one, I don't think. But, you know, we had access to a bunch of other consoles. Like, mm. well, this, you, is, this is now the broken one. Let's yeah. <laughs> take yeah. this one. <laughs> There's, as you say, with, with the old guy stuff, it, the net effect is the same. Mm. The store doesn't lose or gain anything. Oh. It just now has a different version of the one that's there. So. I've still got all of my DVDs and games upstairs. Yeah, me too. In box. Yeah, I've got a few. Yeah, you've got I'm not letting go of them. They are mm. charms of the mm. time. Like, I've got Idiocracy and uh, yeah. Basketball and, you know, all those types of films. And mm. I'm not letting go of them. One, one side of me is like, look, just get rid of the plastic box and have the sleeve and the DVD so you can sort of minimise your section. But then... You're like, no, I spent at the time like £13. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I don't want to kind of give it up. No. Yeah, I'm the same, man. I can't help the nostalgia for it. No. Yeah. And whilst yeah. I've got the space, I'm not going to worry about, as you say, foldering them and mm. just keep it, yeah. even just keeping the insert. Yeah. I actually have a copy of, um, on DVD, The Blair Witch 2. Mm. Okay. Not a great movie, of course, but I kept it because it has because it's a rental copy. It has the promo for a blockbuster video yeah. on before it. Like, oh, nice. Do you remember the? Uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. the reason why I kept that. Definitely. I mean, I like I'm like you, you two. I've still kept a few of mine, yeah. but yeah, because some of them still have the original prices on them, like yeah. twenty. Mm. 30 whatever it was quid. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember pre-owns used to be double the amount of yeah. a, of a brand new one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I remember stuff like, uh, again, I think Avatar might have been one of the earlier ones. It was mm. like £25. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, How is that that expensive? But because you were selling it before it was available on, that's right. on mm. retail, because yeah. there was this rental window. Sometimes it was up to six months. Mm. You'd only be able to rent it. Mm. So people were like, how oh, are you charging so much? Like, well, you can't go to Tesco, mate. You can't go, <laughs> you can't go to yeah, HMV. Exactly, yeah. They're early. literally the, the sole retailer at this point. I remember begging my parents to fork out 30 quid for a copy of Event Arise on VHS. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Looking back now, how mental does that seem? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely it, mental. But again, it was, you, you used to have um, a gap. I'm sorry. Uh, a gap where it would be on rental for six months and then you could buy it after six months. So that's, that's why right, yeah. Blockbuster took that advantage with the, um, with the pre-owns. Yeah. yeah. And some of, the, some of the pre-owns had their own rental covers, so it was a completely different artwork to the actual official covers. Like, for example, do you remember, yes. the, do you remember War of the Worlds? The Tom Cruise one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so the original cover was just him holding his daughter, looking concerned. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was the front cover of that one. And then the, um, the rental cover had the world being gripped by an alien by hand. By the alien hand, the like, Martian hand, yeah. I was, like, I was like, that's a better cover. And that was the ex-rental cover. And just had rental copy at the bottom. But some of the ex-rental copies were better. And um, there was also copies where if the sleeves were missing, you'd have this own blockbuster print, uh, which yeah, you'd yeah. put in. That's right, yeah. And then you have to literally write in the title and then put the age certification of it on there. Some, some of them had better rental copies. I remember 28 Days Later had a better... Rental, oh, yeah. rental, copy. rental cover for that was rental, great. rental cover, yeah. 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 Um so obviously we've touched up on it earlier on, but um we're just gonna add about when GameStation come into the store. Um I remember when it first started it was a bit harder to work with because mm. if uh, again, if they wanted to buy a game they had to go around the corner and then buy that game. They couldn't just do it for us and then I remember we got a lot of backlash with customers about it. Do you remember anything like that at all? Yeah, because obviously it, yeah. they were so uh, used to coming to us for all of their services that they were like, no, you're going to have to queue up again in the game station. That's it, yeah. But then again, they had four people for every one customer that come up to them. <laughs> exactly. But, and we had, you know, however many customers coming up to yeah. us and how many, three tills. We'd have more. Vice versa, yeah. wouldn't it, really? We'd yeah. have more customers than them. There'd be a point when they're, they're not even serving, yeah. but they're not allowed to serve our customers. So yeah, they're, just two, watch, they're just watching us doing nothing. Inside of two separate till systems, yeah. we had no idea how theirs worked. They had no idea how ours worked. 
and you say they were responsible for all retail of games. We still did the rental, um, but you get unfortunately people queuing up in the rental line. Going, well, oh, I want to buy FIFA. Oh, the they had the touchscreen as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. We were still on keyboards and That's stuff. Right, yeah, mm. never got used to that touchscreen system. I don't think I ever worked out how to use it. Didn't didn't need to because uh. they were there. But yeah, it was kind of weird having that crossover. Like it was like getting a, a bunch of step siblings suddenly <laughs> arrived. They, they did like, sell some cool stuff though. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember the but, chainsaw um, PlayStation Two controller oh, yeah. they had at one point. That Yellow was, and blood. That, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. Resident Evil. Four, two, something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, on the resi. That was sick, mate. That yeah. was well good. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting transition, getting used to them, and then mm. trying to work out mm-hmm. the balance of balance of power. Well, not balance of power, but balance. Making me sound like a He-Man movie. The balance of power. <laughs> yeah, but there was, definitely, there was definitely a disturbance within the, the uh, structure of the store when you've almost got like two elitist um, power structures going on. One's games, one film. Um, I always I felt it as a bit like like in the Big Brother house when they bring in a whole like load of new people and you're like yeah but we're the OGs <laughs> yeah. we're, we're the originals I don't care what they say they can wear yeah. a blockbuster shirt we can merge with them all they mm. want but they're not going to be OGs yeah after no. a while yes they do wear yeah, or, yeah. and you know they you do become a lot more familiar with them and mm. those things break down but there was a big thing at the beginning where it was yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, Especially when you shared your break with one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I generally there, 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 divi- there was a divide. There was a divide. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to get. Yeah, at, yeah. yeah. Was, if you felt like a, there was a divide, yeah. to start psychology, with. it's tribal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was like territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I think in part that came from the managers. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. most of the guys. You know, you had Sean and Ryan and Chris. They were great. R.I.P. Sean. Yeah, man, that sucks. Um yeah, Sean genuinely, they were, yeah. they were good They were good guys. They were just mm. doing what they were used to from wherever they came from. Yeah. And they had they didn't think to question it because, you know, they were young like the most of us were and just going, mm. well, why would I do a thing that I've not been told to or, or not even just not been told to, actively told not to do by yeah, yeah, their true, manager true. who was often not to be found no, on the shop floor. It's so. exactly what Phil was saying. No, it was just when you started off with you, you had the customer and then they're like, oh, well, I want to buy this. But yeah, it doesn't, you know, you, you can't do the deal here. You've got to go around and do the mm. deal there. You're going to have to, it was a bit of a nuisance trying to do the separate transaction thing. That's yeah. why I got confused. I couldn't remember if they took our rentals or not. We still did no, the rentals. No, right? everything rental was always Blockbuster yeah. specifically. We eventually merged fully, obviously, um, both in terms of staff and system. So we got rid of their weird, well, separate till system. Every, all their inventory became our inventory. Which yeah, because they, they essentially got rid of GameStation eventually, didn't they? Yeah, it became... Yeah. Just fully blockbuster, and it was um, just blockbuster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's quite important because it was, you know, crucial points where we get, you know, they'd, as Phil said, they had far fewer customers versus what we did for the number of staff that we had. Mm-hmm. So we'd be looking at them not doing any, literally not doing anything, playing on their phones, or whatever. And like, it'd be really help- paid more. It, it'd be yeah. really helpful if you could go out and tidy that, or restock that, or clean your bit, or you know, no. help this guy mm-hmm. find something. And for the most part, they were open to it, certainly after you know the, the beginning period. And it, it all finally gelled, I think, really well. Um, it was nice to get to that. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a bit, bit awkward to start with. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't yeah. have like what you would consider as the hazing period. So 
You know what I mean? Like when you've taken on so <laughs> many frat. people, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a frat house. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get, you know, you got to get whacked on the arse on occasion. <laughs> to, <laughs> Thank you, sir. May have another. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, they were cool. Um, yeah. We integrated quite well. Yeah. We made good friendships out of it. It's just yeah. like I say, when it's work related, it's like with hmm. more. They were doing less. Yeah. I, I don't care. Anyone argues with me yeah. on this? That's the way it was. Yeah. Like it's true, though. Yeah. Um, a majority did like just immediately click. Like uh, yeah. Brad, for example. Yeah. 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 He was good. Right. Fancy that. Him the the boxcar killer. Boxcar killer, Brad. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brad, it is your hat if you're listening. <laughs> you better be listening, Brad. Yeah. After all these years. You're so um, So, yeah, so we're obviously going to uh, go towards where it became Blockbusters in the days. So when it was announced the merger with Netflix, uh, Love Film, which was basically Blockbusters brought to your door, mm-hmm. is that when you guys start to realise we were in competition now, this could be coming to an end? Not an end, but I knew the competition was there. Yeah. But I didn't expect an end until the Netflix deal started to come in. But when Love Film was there, that was the competition part. Yeah. Um, but I thought we were I thought we were fine in competing with them. We weren't like like losing a battle, as it were. Yeah. I think it was just the competition was there, but we weren't no one was losing or gaining until the Netflix thing happened. Mm. When they wanted to buy out. I, I that wasn't wasn't that originally meant to be a blockbuster share thing Netflix mm. they were meant to I never to knew the specifics <clears throat> of it there was definitely mm. a, a possibility at some point early doors that yeah there could have been a merger between yeah. Blockbuster and I Netflix think, wasn't it based on I don't know if this is true or not but like the the owner of Netflix got charged a quite considerate amount on the late fee and when you know what <laughs> screw them I'm going to start my own company where is I'm, that really something yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, if that's wow right. I never knew don't that don't quote me on that but yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. something it in makes, the, makes sense though in yeah. the internet that he just got bum hurt and probably just went mm. you know what I'm going to go against them and we should have done the same we should have jumped to a fresh model a, yeah. we didn't do it in time then no. then they tried to do the mailing service which like yeah. I think the DVD was, I posted fairly well to start with but people got some weird ideas with how it works so they, yeah. just, they try and they, I think they'd like ring us up and mm. like, can you post me this like, well, no, no, that's, that's I not think how that we works. were going to start it at some point I think Blockbusters was going to jump on that bandwagon at one point Yeah, it well, was the we, we did but the the Blockbuster DVD by post operated centrally mm. right, rather okay. than store-based. So people right. would try and come yeah. to us and go, can you post this to me on Tuesday? I'm like, no. Yeah. And that's not how that Didn't works. we get people returning them to the store, not actually by post or something at one point? Yeah, yeah. that was an option for them to drop it into I think, store. I didn't know that. I didn't see anything really that. I thought that would just be a nuisance. Mm. Well, partly that, yeah. It's <laughs> obviously preferable that they send it back where it came from rather than coming <laughs> to us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was an odd time when the customer brought in... We had, a, we had a Dropbox, that's where we put all the rentals in. There was a customer... Do you remember when he... It wasn't ours, but he dropped in like 10 Betamax tapes. No in way! In the Dropbox. Seriously? It was like his own collection, the, whoever this customer was. We'd have no idea who it was. Yeah, he just opened the Dropbox one day, and there was just like 10 Betamax tapes. We've got Betamax, we've got people's home videos, yeah. which you'd always be tempted oh, to see. Yeah, I know, but, but not Betamax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And other, other, other video stores, when they said existed as well, we used to get their stuff back. So you'd phone off like, are, are you the guys on Ifield Parade? Yeah, we've got three of <laughs> your videos here if you want to come and get them. Yeah. And then we eventually, we knew those guys. I don't know if you remember Ash and his yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. They'd come and buy our stock and take it to their store and run their <laughs> store with it. They were, they were the guys on Ifield, weren't they? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would buy a shitload of the pre-owned stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd spend two hours with these guys just mm. finding their stock and selling it through couldn't trust some, some people yeah. to run it through the till system. They'd always break it. Yeah. And then obviously March of 2013 was 
the day the day the day it happened really yeah. I can't yeah. remember the exact date, but it was in March. Because so I remember we seventeenth. Yeah, because I remember we'd come back from my stag do, mm-hmm. Vegas. Oh God, I remember that. Yeah, and then <laughs> then literally, I think the week after or something like that. Yeah, I walked into the store and and you were you two were like, "Ant, it's over. Yeah. We're closing." Yeah, because before that. Before the stag do, you were like, you put a sign up like, mm. no DVDs aren't going for a pound, yeah. and this and that ain't happening. We are yeah. we're still liable, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden you were like, and it's happening. Yeah, I remember that the actual day because I was working that shift, and then Grant came in saying, right, because we heard about um, HMV was going under. There was like a, a huge kind of yeah. like a crash that was happening. And that's what I just jumped yeah. to as well to get off because yeah. I thought Rockies yeah. was going exactly. under. Yeah, so when we was there, it was like me and Ali was on shift. Grant came in saying, right. I'm getting words from the boss and it's not looking good, but we don't know anything just yet. We might still be here. My ship, me and Ali's shift ended. We had plans to go see Les Miserables, the movie at the cinema. So we're waiting for a text from Grant to say, what's happening in the store? And I, so when the film finished, we got the text after the movie and it said, yeah, he said, like, it's, it's over. Uh, we're closing wow. down. It was a yeah. weird time. Was you on your thing? Oh. I, I don't remember specifically whether I was on the shift on the day that we found out, but yeah, obviously I was there. Yeah, at least five days a week. Some days, some weeks did work. Because that's days, when all the is... prices dropped and people were hounding it for yep. just mm. you know ten pound a new Xbox game or something, wasn't it? And yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, obviously staggered to start with. They tried to stave off absolute closure by uh, going into administration, which allows you a fantastic set of opportunities. Apart from the devastating fact you've gone into administration. It gets you out a lot of uh, rental contracts, and that was what was largely screwing us, is that Blockbuster had expanded to such an extent. We're over 700 stores nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Um, the estate that we sat on was costing us millions in rental every single year, <laughs> which we simply couldn't sustain anymore. Yeah. So going into administration allowed us just to go, we're going to close 300 stores. No longer have to pay all that rent. So Makes sense, yeah. Kind of floats the business for a bit longer. But yeah, then inevitably... More and more and more stores were closed. We were always the Crawley store was quite often number one, but always top five revenue. Yes, across I the was about to bring up country. Yeah. So we were a goddamn busy store. You know, there were there were Saturdays we were t- taking twenty five, thirty, up to forty thousand yeah. pounds in a day. Same. We were a big deal in Crawley. Yeah. I mean, you know, as much of a shit town Crawley is, you know, the Blockbusters <laughs> was a big deal yeah. to Crawley. The weekends were great. I mean, I'm not the kind of guy who worries about getting robbed, but there were times oh. I was cashing up and I was bagging up the eighth <laughs> or nine thousandth. Yeah, yeah, pound, and I. Oh, fuck, yeah. that is a lot yeah. of money to be putting. Yeah. And the sad, the sad thing was, whilst we were going under, there were still loads of people that were saying, you know, I would prefer to come in mm. here and, you know, get a, and yeah. considering the time we're living in now, being stuck indoors and whatnot, I know a shitload of people that would still go to a shop, rent yeah. it, and or buy, yeah. you know, sort Re- of thing. Recently, yeah. I've been wondering how Blockbuster would deal with this situation. No. I it think, would have been uh, out straight away. I think it would be an absolute state. It's essential. Yeah, kind of harks back to that, um, that family idea, is that, and I think partly because for each of our members, we took their name and address. So every time we served them, we were reading their name. So it wasn't just... Mm. That guy came in again today. It was mm. Terry that lives in Bubush. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was general interaction with customers. Like now, you you look at uh, ratings and reviews from like people online. 
back then you, you actually spoke to people and yeah. it, was, it was more engaging it was more you know the physical engagement was much more better than yeah. just like you know, reading the, stuff the, on the, yeah, it was absolutely. one of your most yeah. non-favoured customer would come in and oh, you could see them all through the door <laughs> sure, and you're like no, no, sure, no. there's definitely people that, oh, sorry, sorry guys I need to go and do some paperwork out is there. that Quagmire 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 Sully <laughs> Monster um, who's the other one Glenn <laughs> did, did, did you ever come across like if you served a Fitbit there would be a comment from Lee on the account like oh, this girl's so gorgeous or something I used to I, come across a shitload of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. And no, and it was it would always be like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. But, <laughs> but right, like, chill out. There. Yeah, it's but right. the issue is he'd do it right in front of yeah. them, wouldn't he? You just like he, he breathing into an empty popcorn <laughs> bag. <laughs> he was yeah. he was an unset an un, was he, uh, an unsubtle man. At was the early two thousands? I don't think I was there. I don't remember Lee. Uh, he, he was there. Yeah, then, he was there f- was till two thousand five, two thousand six. That's when I started. I don't remember because I came back in two thousand. Because I left was for a bit. Was he there post refurb? Then I thought he might have gone by then. I think he was gone saying. by then. Yeah, because yeah, I, I came back in two thousand four, and yeah. he he hired me back, so oh, yeah. he definitely okay. was there for he that. But obviously, much. the the yeah. big change was two thousand five, wasn't it? So because I, I, I became I became assistant manager when uh, Mark and Lee both went on holiday for like two weeks, snowboarding, and, we had, and then we like, had James Parker at one point. He, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, I remember Jake. Yeah, that's it. I remember him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need someone to run the store. I'm like, well, if they're not coming back, I'm going to need to be yeah. the assistant manager. I'm not just going <laughs> to keep running your store for you and yeah. not be the, man- the yeah. assistant manager. And oh, then half the time, Grant wasn't there. So like, I'm effectively the store manager. Yeah. You can't just have a shift runner being the store manager. That's uh, dumb. Give me the position. Yeah. So um, obviously, go on. I was just going to say, yeah, with, you know, there's definitely the people that we knew to avoid, but mm. we knew so many people that there was easily a hundred plus people that I knew by name. So it wasn't yeah. just, yeah. hi mate, it was hello. Yeah. And I could name Amen. them. Yeah. I knew what they'd rented last. And I loved yeah. that. that was yeah. the f- or you knew what they were going to rent yeah. as well. Yeah, you'd have a good idea. Yeah. You know, you could almost on a, on a Monday morning kind of collect together the three movies that you know that Jez is going to come in yeah. and rent that evening <laughs> in the three for £10. Pound. Yeah. We, all, we all had that customer um, that we could relate to. There was so many, And yeah. that, that, you know, along with the, the staff, and the family feel of the staff. It was that connection with such a huge number of customers that is the thing that I miss more than anything. It's just yeah. going, yeah. hello, yeah, I know you. It's not You're not just a person. Yeah. You're Mark who still owes me 40 quid from the last <laughs> six movies. That you're, yeah. But he'd always pay the 40 quid and rent another six movies. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd ring him on you know, two Tuesdays time and go, Mark, did you die? <laughs> you still got, oh yeah, I'll be in later. Well, you actually did the call list. <laughs> I didn't mind doing the call list oh, come I on, was all, just always yeah. doing all of the other things they needed doing as well it was like, either the call list yeah. or the kids section was a no from me yeah. straight who, away who, who, who always missed a few names oh I, I missed not a few names I missed a few pages mate. pretty much yeah <laughs> it, was a, it was a ball ache I won't argue it was, a, it was a good service to offer for the people who genuinely forgot you'd always get the occasional arsehole go yeah I know I've got it what's your point um <laughs> My, well, my, you still got to give it back. <laughs> my argument to you guys, which always fell on deaf ears, was it's like serving customers with the added benefit of being able to hang up on them. So I don't know why you're so <laughs> against <laughs> doing it. Yeah. yeah, it was just lot. It's just tedious, and it's the same. I, yeah. I hate. I it's hate having tedious. to like ring people up and having that kind of. Oh, I've actually got to engage with someone. Mm-hmm. I'm quite a quite an introvert. 
yeah. so doing something like that is not like yeah. something you're like really... retail buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that doesn't matter yeah. it's like I, I need to pay my bills and, and at that yeah. stage of, of least, my life I we weren't get... ringing them to sell them stuff that no. was that was the one oh. yeah but it was just like when they started just... trying to get us to do it for pre-sales or oh, you need yes. to ring these yeah. 400 people yeah. and see if they want to get the new Call of Duty you're like mm. no they're going to come in and buy it regardless I'm not mm. going to ring them and try and mm. take two pound deposit over the phone mm. John Stigley kind of uh, upped the game when it came to phone calls and doing call lists. Um, he would put on different accents. He would be different characters. He'd make up names of who he is and not really being that person. He would always make it fun. See, that would be me but, now. But that, but that was what we essentially did with everything. Everything, Like, much, we used yeah. to just do our job, add it, and have fun with it. Agreed. It got us through it, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember one time in the store, like, literally just a whole shift, we wouldn't talk to each other unless it was a quote from a film. That's right. Yeah, That's that was like... a great game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you remember oh yes and who can remember Steve Carell's face uh, so <laughs> you had to try and find it well the, the movie Dinner for Schmucks came out and we had loads of copies and then basically um, uh, they, the disc, the covers were going to be thrown away so I decided to cut around Steve Carell's face about 40 times 40 times <laughs> And I started sticking his face on different covers of um, uh, movie, movie DVDs. Yeah, so you'd, have, you'd have James yeah. Bond, Quantum of Solace, except Steve Carell's face. Yeah, the Skyfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Hangover Part 2. Instead of, Steve, instead of Bradley Cooper, it was Steve Carell's face being all happy and gleeful. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then there was customers that rented it. With Seriously? The with, the, with the face on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the, the customer I served, had was I put it on um, Friends with Benefits. So it, okay. was, it was Steve Carell's face on, on Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Insta, yeah, so you got Mila Kunis <laughs> and Steve Carell. The thing is, because it, it was cut to perfection, yeah. I must have done it they so They were good. They actually thought Steve Carell was in it when they returned it. Didn't you put one up like, on, on, on a promo <laughs> that used to go above the, the, yes. the, the till? On yeah. the light box. That's the light it, box, the light yeah. box, that's it. Um, and then and there's a security camera uh, in the back uh, facing <laughs> where the toys were. Oh, and man. I hanged a sellotape <laughs> over and it just had Steve Carell's face hanging above the security camera <laughs> so you just had to see it mind the fact that this is still door. Ben and Jerry's <laughs> yeah oh, oh mate fun times so um, obviously getting towards the last day I mean oh, you said yeah. you were mucking around with stuff it was sort of the, I remember there's a few things you used to die from the top of a, a ladder oh, straight yeah. onto to junk and whatnot. yeah I got, kind of got injured <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, we were not under the influence during the last few days, especially me and Mark. Uh, but yeah, um, there was a point actually where we was actually selling uh, parts of the store to customers. And Seriously? Yeah, anything that wasn't anything down. That, uh, yeah, because it was all going to be chucked away and just be put in a skip. So we decided like these shelves, people might want to buy them. Yeah, yeah. So we started like putting prices on these shelves in lockers. The lockers we had in the back would sell the locker. And so um, really? Someone paid us someone £10 paid. for the Hoover. <clears throat> The Hoover, yeah. I was oh, about to ask, yeah. did Henry go? Yeah, the Henry went. Well, they, they never came and picked it up. They paid us £10 for it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, in the, yeah and again, in the... So was you allowed to do that, or was that just something... Yeah, that was something we just go. decided it, on it the was, last It week, was so. largely, yeah. But got, it wasn't for your benefit. You put it towards, it was like, a night going out or something, wasn't two it? Two nights out. Yeah. Two nights yeah. out. Yeah. So what, what <laughs> All the money collected, we had two we, nights we out. We went, well, what are they going to do? Fire us, the store's Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was the argument. So Grant and I just went, you know what? Sell it. Within reason, this is going to be fair game. So mm. stuff that we don't need, get rid of yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what I also did was... So corrupt. Strickled <laughs> <laughs> from the oh, top it down. Was, it was fine then. What I did, and, I, and I'm very happy I did, and I'm glad it worked yeah. so well, mm. is again, I leveraged that position we have with not being a faceless goon in a video store. Exactly, we were yeah. Phil and Ant and Tim and Simon. Yeah, we were all Grant characters. And Ali right. in... You know, in crawling blockbuster, it was mm. the place that you go. Yeah. 
So I just put up a really simple A4 sign on the counter and I said, we're very sorry that we are closing. We've loved serving you over the years. If you'd like to give us any money for a night out, when this all, it's all <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, it was like a little tip yeah, box. We'd tip love box. it. Yeah. We made over £300 <laughs> from that. <laughs> just from people giving us cash That's tips. good though. But yeah. you had, like you said, you had that set of customers that didn't mm. want you to go. No, they were generally you know? upset as well. Yeah. So they'd, they'd come in and then obviously we'd stop renting at that point because mm. can't yeah. get the rental. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So every every rental we had either got sent back to distribution if it was very new, mm. or it was made ex rental and we sold it. Yeah. All at massively reduced costs toward the end, but mm. we were just selling so much stock. Yeah, and then so they'd buy you know four for twenty quid, and chuck a fiver in the pot, and you're like, mm. oh, fuck, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up with yeah loads. Of, so I think yeah. I think we ended up because I also had a whole bunch of stuff that. For whatever reason, and I promise you it wasn't through any mismanagement, it was just the operation of a stall of that size. Loads of stock that wasn't on inventory. I think it had been written off as damaged, and so it was genuinely in an un- unsaleable state. But CEX were going to buy. <laughs> Yeah. So I took someone, so, you know, I took so much chunk is a man's treasure. I took so day. much stuff that we weren't able to sell and had been officially written off the books. Yeah. Didn't you sell the freezers as well? Yeah, I swear no, they uh, went up for sale. Did we? Someone wanted to buy the Hagen That's, That's right. right. I remember yeah, once yeah, yeah. one of them did. We weren't allowed to sell those because, as far as we knew, they weren't no. ours to sell. Right, so okay. they were left in the store, and they were there for months after the store closed yeah. really? before it got re-inhabited. But yeah, yeah, I sold a whole bunch of stuff in CEX as well, and I think I ended up giving each of the remaining staff something like fifty quid mm. plus money for the night out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how? Nice. It was great. How does this happen? This is yeah. insane that we've got to this point in our lives. So yeah, it was really sad. Obviously, mm. don't get to see people. No. in the same way anymore but mm. I think for the most of us yeah. benefited us certainly for me I went out of that place mm. instantly walked into a new job that paid more like yeah. why didn't I do this yeah. years ago it's because, and it's because of the people and it was the environment and although it was stressful and busy at times and you ended up all there. fairness I'd still be there today easily I'd do celebrity shifts Mate, if it, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, because that's what I was doing towards the end. I was there. I came back for a a couple of weekends here and there. I wasn't actually there. I was just a part timer towards the end. But I'd still be there today if it was still there, regardless. And that's not just to work. That's to hang out with you lot, but earning money at the same time. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just fun. It's a fun. But um, I remember on the last day, um, there used to be a big counter in the middle of the checking bit where we used to do all our stuff, whatnot. And Mark started to draw on it, like, oh yes. Just some some sort of weird graffiti, and I just said, I turned, I said, why don't we just start signing this? Why don't we start saying our goodbyes? This is this shit's happening. This is going to happen today. Let's say our goodbyes. Write some stuff on there, whatnot. And I think I did something like a Superman symbol and the dates I started there and came back and whatnot. And then Ali came in, and then she'd done her bit, and then everyone did their bit. And then I remember you were working at Phil you were working at H&V at the time but you came to the store I worked the last Mm. two days I think on just a couple of hours just to be on the till again just to kind of eliminate the feel yeah but you came back we had loads of people come back I think Candice came back at one point my sister came back even though my sister was there for what six months if that she still came back and went back on the till and it was great to get some people back and then sign that we had your whole family there because your dad Steve (laughs) only my mum my mum never worked there oh yeah my dad came back went there for a bit but he didn't come back on day but that was so good to see people joining in and putting their bit of mark on yeah. not mark intentionally <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. their marker on that bit of 
wood that we ended up lifting off the end and yeah. we all had a photo taken yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a bunch of yeah, photos got, yeah. I, I yeah. quite often look back at those photos whatever's available on but I remember online. that day specifically there was two reasons which was what Phil did and what you did Simon that day where I was saying to myself it's not happening it's not happening it's not happening and where Simon where you came to it you did a sign which if anyone <laughs> if anyone knows Clerk, the movie Clerks there's a joke about this game uh, about the movie where um their shop looks like they're closed, but they're always open. So they make a big sign that says, I assure you we're open. And then Simon did a sign saying, I assure you we're closed. It really hit me. I was like, oh, there's one stab to my heart. Aww. And then literally before we closed the store with our final customer, Phil had put on a piece of music from Back to the Future, which I believe is Back to the Future Overture. That's right, yeah. And as soon as that hit, I nearly bawled my eyes out. You I did. cried no, my eyes did. out. I saw it. I really did because... Yeah. That was he played that as soon as that last customer was walking out the door, and I was just like, "This, this is it. It's over." Oh, and yeah. I just broke, yeah. literally broke into pieces. Yeah. Did you guys have that same sort of feeling when it happened? Yeah. Or yeah, it was sad. Yeah, it was sadness. Definitely. I remember at one point buying two bottles of Honey Jack Daniels, yes. and this is when I still drank <laughs> as well. Yeah. Possibly a bit too quickly on, the, on that morning, and I essentially made everyone in the store on the last day. There was a shot of, of JD with me. Yeah, like a, I had no problem with that. tribute. I instantly got a bit dizzy. You know, like, okay, maybe yeah. I should have <laughs> down it. But, um, yeah, definitely kind of a... First time I'd ever been in... I think any of us had been in the situation of a store. You know, the place you work closing. Yeah, like, fully yeah. It was a, I worked at Spencer Gifts in the mall and that was a corner, kind of like an alternative store that sold lava lamps, etc. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Posters. That was a cool store. And that went into liquidation and I was a couple months from getting actual redundancy money from it because I worked there two years and eight months or something and it's three-year period. Oh. So yeah. that happened to me then and then mm-hmm. I jumped to blockbuster and then the same thing happened again and i just started to feel like everything i touch just turns to shit (laughs) kind of feeling and i didn't want blockbuster to go because it was Uh, such a core part of my childhood and adolescence yeah and and then my teens and my uh 20 somethings i was just Mm. like yeah how can this happen i was there for just under 12 years yeah which at that point was essentially half my life i'd work like Mm. it's not something to Easily yeah. overlooking. No, no, of course crazy. not. Yeah, I was there seven years, I think. Yeah, but yeah, you were there twelve, man. That's crazy. But it's yeah. amazing how we're still here. We're still still sitting. One we're still <laughs> hanging out, which is what that place. You know, if we weren't working there, I wouldn't know any of you guys. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you guys I've known for you know donkeys years now. You you all came to my wedding. You know, without getting soppy, you're not my friend. You are family. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You know, regardless. <laughs> You know, no, I love, I love, I, know, oh. I love you guys to bits, and I'm so glad that we even still hang out, do yeah. podcasts together, watch wrestling. You know, just have a blast and remember yeah. the past a lot, Definitely. so much. You know, yeah. I'm a big nostalgia fan. I can, I can go down memory lane anytime. Anytime, <laughs> I'm more into that than what is the current state of events today. Yeah, oh, yeah. so I'm always going to be into the nostalgia stuff. Yeah, I yeah. loved Blockbuster. It was a quality yeah. learning experience, meeting with people, and mm-hmm. the host of. Uh, experience that i gained yeah uh through it all was just like um just you can't teach that can you like no no chance it's, it's never going to be captured yeah. again we're very lucky to live yeah. through that period of time where, where we did exist during that and every, everyone along the way it was, it was a quality experience yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, i agree yeah. totally agree it was like a lining in a bottle it was a magic moment yeah it's like you never recapture that either that was like a once in a lifetime opportunity pretty much yeah. but mm-hmm. we still keep it alive by meeting each other and stuff and reminiscing talking about it yeah, yeah. And we still play the games. Up even. A monument or something, just to sort of, sort of, you know, qualify that mm. there was an establishment there. You know, I call it Blockbuster Way, or you know what I mean. Like, there wasn't, <laughs> yeah, but like 
you laugh, but like, you know, carpet right didn't have that type of thing. Whereas, whereas or this tempo. was a, this was a t- I still get people now who, who see me and go, Oh, you're a blockbuster guy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, me, absolutely. We're not all called blockbuster guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I got discount from my girlfriend, um, Ellie, like uh, we were in Boots or something and the, and the girl gave me discount on the makeup she was buying just because I gave her a good deal at Blockbuster. At Blockbuster, well. yeah. So yeah. It, it still happens to this very day. Yeah, I was, I was exactly the same because that's yeah. how I used to work at Blockbuster. I would go out on a Friday night, you know, get mullet and whatnot, then work Saturday and Sunday night at Blockbusters and people, if I walked into town or mm. went to Hollywood Bowl or whatnot, I was like, oh, you're the Blockbuster guy yeah. and I would get free fries, free drinks yeah. At, yeah. at the Hollywood Bowl or something. Awesome. Yeah. It, it was, was crazy. Did you two ever get that? Or Yeah, there's, it's just a community of people. Like, you know, we all interacted like especially with customers I, used to, I still see customers today that yeah I, that I, and they still remember me from blockbusters and stuff and i remember them as customers and they yeah we still have the same bands and stuff it was it's basically like a, it's a time portal that i love to like look back on like there's a recapture every time you see like a customer or when i see you guys it's like yeah it's uh it's a wonderful experience which i yeah i, I, which I was happy to share with all you yeah guys absolutely right, here, right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah you do you get known i mean not maybe People only think of as blockbuster guy, but you you get you get known in the community in a sense, and yeah, yeah. and that does stick for a long time. Now, yeah. and people, we, we made an impression. You kind of get that odd look occasionally. Well. I mean, I don't go into town all that often, particularly at the moment, but you occasionally get that glance, and mm. you you recognise them, they recognise you, and you're never quite sure. And then you go blockbuster, right? Like, yeah. Ah, that's what it. Mm, <laughs> I yeah. used to go there every Saturday. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I said. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And look, I kind of, I mean, I don't work at the comic shop in the town now, but I still almost you get You practically do work there. Like. Well, <laughs> uh, but I still kind of get that feeling now. So people come in and a few weeks ago I was in there and I was just hanging out, chatting to the guys who legitimately work there and own it. Uh, hello, Chris and H and Paolo and all you guys. And this guy just started asking me questions like, have you got such and such in stock? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, nothing's changed then. I'm still... Yeah. The friendly face that someone you, you recognizes. Kind of, you as kind of are the Scott Rankin of the comic shop, though. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Sorry, the he's there. Yeah. He's our favorite customer. Um, You're my favorite customer. Yeah, Thanks people. People still kind of have get that connection. They're like, well, I recognize him as being someone that knows stuff and is worth talking to. This mm. is really nice, and he's even in a different environment outside of that store. It's like, yeah, I'm. Still- but I, I remember when I met you for a coffee there once. A few weeks ago, yeah, we bumped into that really tall geezer that works for security Marcus. at Gatwick. Yeah, no, not Marcus. No, Mark. So. Um, you know, with slip back hair and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, he used to be a big blockbuster guy as well. Um, and was that um, what's her name as well? In the end, was it Leanne? I still don't know if that was Leanne. Or I'm not. telling you, dude, it was. I called out her name. She didn't respond. She probably got married. But then later that. on, she looked at me like, "Do I know you?" And I'm like, uh, I so obviously, we've got to the end where mm. it's been and gone. Um, apart from the obvious, which we've already stated, is there anything else you miss about Blockbusters? To me, I miss the fact that uh, it was kind of a, like me and Tim are big on world cinema as well as you guys, obviously. But that was sort of our income to get the films. Mm. Yeah, um, where obviously people rely on the internet and stuff now. But that was our source of yeah. income to get that film. Yeah, the hidden gems almost. Yes, it's a, it's a, not, it wasn't a mainstream product I mean not, not everyone would go for like the big blockbuster films mm. but we like to find the indie like underground ones that are like yeah. no one's seen and there's some gems out there I and mean, when you recommend them to people yeah because the, the recommendations we brought up yeah. earlier that's the thing I missed as well because if it mm. wasn't for Simon I wouldn't know what Kevin Smith was yeah. I wouldn't know what Empire Records was <laughs> and what's the other one Biodome's another one I wouldn't know what yeah. <laughs> so again with Phil when he used to close the store and he used to play these banging Albums oh, yeah. and whatnot. I wouldn't know half that music if it wasn't for Phil. Yeah. So definitely. it swings yeah, and roundabouts. Yeah. It's yeah. like I miss that 
yeah. a lot. It's a collection of like all our ideologies of like music and anything in genre. We just loved it. Yeah, we just connected. It was a good share. Yeah, like a metocracy of council, yeah. isn't it? Like we're all coming in with all of our passions and information mm. about the subjects we find that like you know kind of light our fire. Yeah, and you know I'm big into movie soundtracks and and scores yeah. and orchestral uh, themed things and all that kind of stuff. And I like a good film too. So it's yeah. like, uh, you know, w- that's my angle on it. Someone yeah. else will have a different, like someone might be into the more the film artwork mm. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just crazy. And let's be honest, life is pretty mundane and boring whether not being able to share your experiences or culture with somebody. Otherwise it just... Totally. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what Blockbuster was. It was just a place to go where you could be heard mm. and not be on a soapbox or, or per se, but like yeah. just you know, get out what you were feeling most and then get those suggestions from yeah. people who could exactly. steer you in the right It was more direction. open-minded and not closed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. Play anything? Yeah, fully agree with all of that. And as you say, as uh, Guy always used to say, stuff on things. I miss stuff on things. That's why I still mm. buy CDs. I, I, it's me being a Luddite, I'll fully admit that, but I've never really got on board with streaming stuff in the same no. way. Yeah. Yes, I've got access to Netflix. I don't have a Spotify account. I find it... Mm kind of unnecessary yeah um but what as like tim was saying you'll get the blo- the blockbusters in the literal big mo- you know your mission impossibles and so on mm. but then you'll get that one film that you'll get three copies of and you go yeah. i've never heard of that yeah, yeah. What- and suddenly you've got a new favorite for that week mm. and because it's there in front of you and it's a physical thing you can pick up and interact with i mean yes. yeah, it's a disc but you've also got the box and the artwork mm. and so much stuff I'm sold on the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm just lazily scrolling through Netflix going, it's a thing, it's a mm. thing, it's another thumbnail, yeah. it's another thumbnail. Yeah. Yes, it can play the trailer fairly quickly, but it's not it's, the same it's, as it's not in front of you. It's not the no. same as me. Go- no. And I c- if I'm not sure, then I can go, I can wander around Blockbuster and I can pick up that box. Yeah. And I can pick up this one and I can pick, and then I can hold the three in front of me and go, Okay, which of these am I actually going to... I can read through it, I can mm. see who's in it, yeah. I can look at There's the production company, I can just get much more of a, a vibe from it, and then I can turn to Phil, or I can turn to you, mm. I can turn to whoever else, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This, is why, this is why we all have those physical copies. It's almost a time capsule for us, because like, when you look back, when you look for something that's on streaming sites, it's not like going back in time, it's just having a memory. But there's something about holding a physical item that time capsules it to a point where it's, if, if, if you can touch it, if you can feel it... yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like going back more. Yeah, it really is. I, yeah. I've, I've been obviously working from home for the past however long. Um, and yeah, I've been streaming so much music through YouTube. And then I thought mm. the other day, I've got a stack of about 40, 50 music DVDs that I haven't seen the light of day in a decade. Mm. So I went into my spare room and I pulled out and the act of looking at, you know, it's gatefold, cardboard, really nice artwork. Yeah. Physically putting the DVD in. Great quality, probably better quality than the streaming quality is. And then having that live, I mean, it's live concerts I was watching, but being, actually having that process, as it were, of I wasn't just turning on the Xbox and clicking a button. Mm. I was yeah, yeah. physically picking up something, placing a disc, and it, it really connects with me so much more. And I'm, I can then enjoy it and get that, that feedback so mm. much more kind of vociferously. Yeah. yeah, it's going back to what Phil was saying about the nostalgia of how, having why you still got those DVDs. I mean, like I said, I still have Blair Witch 2 because it's got rental copy written yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's there. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add? In? No. Anything? No? Sadly missed. No. no. But yeah, sadly missed. It was, was it seven years now? 
still missing yeah, out. Yeah, over seven years. Like 2011, now. wasn't it? Oh, 2013, yeah. 13, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Do you think it will ever be brought back in? Do you think someone There's somewhere will left. just buy it? Because there is one left, isn't there? <laughs> one left in America. And that's yeah. it, like or Alaska or, or something. Yeah, Oregon or something. Oregon. Oh, Oregon, yeah. But it's only by name, it's not by the company. No, the company's ethos. gone. It's yeah. taken the name. And there, is, yeah. there is a Twitter account, which is the last blockbuster, and I don't know if yeah. they are legitimately... That's a documentary, though, isn't it? It's gonna They're doing a documentary on that. No, this is a joke account, and it is Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Hilarious. If you have, I'll send you the link to it later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think there is that? a there's a few standalone. I think there's some down in Mexico or something bizarre. Yeah, as well. I think you're really. Right. They, yeah. They're independent. They kind of franchise but independent. So there's, there's right. no there is no blockbuster corporate to belong to anymore. Mm. Um, so they kind of operate on that, that, that back, <laughs> sleeper cells. So I'm going and to Mexico. one day. It's going to bloom well, again. I, I said we all should go to Mexico and then work at blockbusters down there. I, I would genuinely <laughs> go on a road trip to the one in the states. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I would take my uniform for yeah. sure. Well, have you still got yours? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I have have. Uniforms? yeah I've got so my name badge. I've got my little uh, yeah. gold. My name badge. I've definitely got the name badge. Got my gold pin. star thing. I've got some posters. And I must. I must have yeah. some of the old polo shirts. Somewhere. I've got one blue polo shirt and I've got one jumper. I burn mine in effigy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would, I it's only because they wouldn't give me new ones. Can you can you imagine though if we went on a road trip when we're allowed out? And we yeah, turned up in, in, in Make uni- it sound like we've got to get permission from parents. <laughs> <laughs> Can we come out, Mum? <laughs> in uniform, turn up like yeah. a whole, the whole, as many of the. Dude, they think we'll be room. robbing them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like Viva Vendetta. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but then turn up and like, what's the code for the Dropbox? I'll do some returns. Yeah. yeah, Phil do the FOS. Yeah. I can guarantee you. Yeah. I call not hovering. <laughs> I'm just saying that now. I call not hovering. The system won't have been no. updated. No, no chance. Yeah. Oh, no actually, chance. Um, I have a question. Uh, I want to pick your brains on this. Who remembers the code? For the Dropbox, I cannot for the life of me remember it. Uh, there was a code, <laughs> and nice I cannot, it was a four six digit code. I think it was CZ, and oh. then it was an R. CZ, I, I think it's I think it's three four seven eight. You might be right. You press two buttons together. That's right. That's about right. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like in a form of like a kind of upside down crucifix, like the way you did? <laughs> like I'm more of a person who remembers the, the uh, diagram. Yeah, like the back, the back, the shape, yeah. 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 in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> Yeah. I know that the safe codes were variably Grant's kids' birthdays and his own. Right, anyone that knows the safe combination now? <laughs> to, a, to a safe, that's not there. Oh, just no, one more question. Safe is still sure. there. One more question before we go. Yeah. Has anyone actually stepped into Iceland no. No. since no. then? No. Yeah, and I spit on the floor. <laughs> Have you been like, there? It's a disgrace. It's like it completely ripped the soul out of the place. And if you notice when mm. you go there, it feels a lot smaller. I don't really? know what they've done. It's, they probably oh. allow, they don't allow their. Uh, their members of staff to talk or something. But it, just feels, <laughs> it just feels like a little bit of like a regime after you go to place and they've completely like yeah. got rid of the original kind of plaques of remembrance of yeah. things. Like, like I say, there's not even a bench Mate, I'm so, I'm to commemorate yeah. just to say that there was a store here that, that, that mm. existed and brought yeah. pleasure to the community. I really want to see what yeah. they did out the back because that back storage area was oh, so weird. Yeah. I had a little hidey hole, my, my dawn of the deadlock. I don't <laughs> It was where the old aircon was, and there was pretty much bugger all else up there apart from the condemned air conditioning unit. Um, you stop going on about the aircon. We get it. There no, wasn't any. No, I know. <laughs> but because it was a, it was above a ceiling tile, so you had to take the ceiling tile out. And one of my favourite zombie movies is Ant Knows, is the original Dawn of the Dead, where they built a false wall to hide behind. So oh, I, okay. So I always said, if the zombie invasion broke out, I'd go to Blockbuster because they had 
Load of food, load of drink. It was all pre-packed stuff. It wasn't going to go. We could off. just watch yeah. movies whilst this whole pandemic yeah. went. Watch yeah. movies while it was quiet, yeah. and then if it, something was getting invaded, obviously the doors would be locked. Set the Dude, could you imagine us in lockdown? The, in the, is, the, store. Crazy. the food would just be candy, so we'd slowly be getting diabetes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Someone's going to have to go yeah. out the go out the store to get some insulin. Oh, yeah. But you can munch need, through need towards Lidl. Well. Back in the day, Little, Wally climbed yeah. through a hole in the ceiling from that wow. air conditioning space into Tempo. <laughs> no way! I, I heard about that. It was a dream. It was just breeze block wall, and there was a gap where the girder had run through, and a couple of the blocks had come out. So he climbed through, <laughs> and then came downstairs Jesus, and scared up. the crap out of them in Tempo. Like, where have you come <laughs> next door? Nice. Yeah, I was always going to go and hide there, and then I, right I could put the ceiling tile back in once I was up there with my vanilla. Coke I wonder because you referenced Dawn of the Dead in the notes earlier, and mm. I was wondering what you were, what they was coming into. Yeah, well, now, obviously, no. That was yeah. it. Yeah, it's definitely a place to go if an apocalypse happens, mm. or, the, or the dinosaurs are back, or yeah. aliens invade. Yeah, it was Blockbuster <laughs> yeah. was the place because, like you say, locked yeah. doors. Science got weaponry. Yeah. I shouldn't talk about, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we would have gone, we gone there small and yeah. it would have been every man for, for himself but within the store so okay. we'd all obviously equally look after yeah. each other but would we have the helicopters like landing would we paint it on the rooftop or would we want to say SOS or anything or would we just say nothing and just keep it to ourselves would we want to be rescued or do you think we could handle it depends what the is, it, are we, is this against a zombie apocalypse this is what we're on about yeah um, so it's like either we, what kind of zombies no, this is exactly too, yeah, it's too so. deep a conversation we'll have to do yeah. a, we'll have to do okay, a let's, let's go Danny Boyle 28 days later like the ones that you're screwed in you okay. need at least, I would at least corrugate the front of the store where the windows were with a lot of stuff yeah. so you'd like yeah, put trolleys all, all the internal shelving units yeah so I'd blockade the front doors and then obviously utilise the rest of the store as a kind of safe house yeah. and then the attic as a, as a double you mm. know insurance policy mm. yep yeah. But that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's for part two, Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I just want to say a big, big thank you for uh, coming on to the show today, guys, and reliving some of those memories with you. Oh, it's man, good it's to see you all really again. Thank you for having thank us. You, thank, yeah. you, thank, thank you, thank you so much. much. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you want to continue listening to us on the MTVB Podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, which is the MTVB Podcast, or on Instagram, at MTVB Podcast. And this is to subscribe to be notified when future episodes are available. So I want to say again one more time, thank you very much, guys. And this is the MTVB Podcast, and this is the Ant-Man signing off. I'll be back Tuesday before night. <laughs>